Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of Aradun. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us again for another uh, night in Paradise. Uh, welcome to our live actual play D&D show, Advantage in Paradise. Um, as always, a few shout outs in the beginning. Um, we are using a combination of tabletop audio and uh, Sirenscape for our audio tonight. Um, and another shout out to our good friends at Two Dungeon Masters, a podcast on uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, wherever you listen to your, your, uh, your uh, podcasts. Um, just yesterday, Shannon and I uh, did a lovely interview with them where we talked all about D&D, we talked all about the stream, what it's been doing for our game, and our different philosophies on how to play. It's a really great time. It's a fun conversation. It's only an hour long, something you can easily listen to while you're working, on a drive, um, or whenever. So feel free to uh, to uh, hop over to their social, uh, at two underscore DMs. Um, and uh, check out that podcast because it was a really great experience. Um, all right. Uh, without further ado, let's just jump right into it since we left off kind of in the middle of conflict last week. So, all right. Last we left off, our adventures had, after a day of shopping, educational reading, snooping, and some casual murder, dressed themselves in their finest to attend the Lord's Feast in celebration of their victory over the Archdruid Orlin. At the feast, they met several local political figures while the libations were poured. They met the heir apparent to the seat of Archdruid, Uderon Tunag, and the jovial tabaxi merchant, Renard, amongst other wealthy folk. As the evening went on, each snuck their own observation or conversation in here or there with the Lord and his guests. Tensions seemed high, with Captain Domnall and the soldiers who weren't celebrating, consistently walking in and out of the room, darting eye to eye. It made those in the party worried who knew about what Scarlet had done earlier that day. <clears throat> Eventually, Curon and Cal both noticed pairs of patrolling guards on the balconies above. As the night went on, it seemed like some magical darkness absorbed all the light from above that was catching or bouncing off these soldiers. Peculiarly, you could not see them or anything above. It seemed to absorb any of the light from the jovial feast below. At the advice of his captain, Lord Harrison dismissed his guests, but before they could all exit, the gates of the hall slammed shut and the lights all went out. <clears throat> A smoky figure drifted down from above and killed one of the guests. It was at this point that our adventurers sprung into action, carefully approaching the darkness in the back of the room. Cal, uh, <clears throat> Cal unsheathed his new moon-touched sword, shedding bright light into the chamber. He also was given a blessing from Curon, giving him sight in the dark. We also saw, for the first time amongst everyone, Timber transformed into his hybrid form, his werewolf form, to prepare for the threat coming. A skirmish ensued between our heroes, the shadowy figures, and, of course, what sprung from the corpse of that guest, a fungus zombie. 
as McClear violently decimated the last zombie with a uh, lit log from the fire. The hall was quiet, save for the panicked breathing of Cal, who seemed overwhelmed by the act of killing he took, took part in. And just the low wind outside. As he calmed and the party gathered themselves, the silence was broken by the sounds of conflict below in the basement where the Archdruid himself was being held in chains. And that is where we left off last. So, in the darkened chamber, lit only by Cal's sword and uh, other magics throughout the room, what would you like to do? If Kiran looks up, would he be able to see a difference between like the normal darkness and that earlier like more darkness? <laughs> uh, so that when you look up, when Kiran looks up, you can see that the um, well. First, as you're kind of observing throughout the room, um, you all notice uh, up on the uh, the dais where uh, actually Timber is kind of protecting the Lord and the uh, the Druidess. The druidess stands up and you see she starts to walk down the steps. She claps her hands together, pulls them out, and a blue light, like almost like a like if a string was lit on fire, comes out between them and expands out into a circle as she mutters a few druidic words uh, and claps her hands back together. And in the hearth, uh, in the hearths in the center of the room, blue flames erupt forward, shedding blue light into the entire area. Um, and as you look up, as the room is lit, your dark vision allowing you to see clearly, the magical darkness is all gone from above. Um, and also simultaneously, as the warmth of this, uh, this fire bleeds into your bones, you all feel a sense of calm coming over you. And you all feel slightly rejuvenated as you all get six hit points back if you were missing any. Ooh. As she starts to slowly descend and through the fire sort of flickering off of her, um, she heads towards the, the panicked guests in the back. Can, you said we could hear the stuff from downstairs, right? Uh, yes, the last you heard is clashing. It sounded like swords on metal. Um, okay. And every now and then, It's faint, but you can hear it because it's so silent in this, this hall. All right. Um, I want to disappear into the shadows, and I want to start walking down to the basement. Can you hear you? Sorry. Are you trying to avoid being seen by your allies, or just uh, trying to avoid being seen by uh, just anyone? By, by anyone. Okay. Uh, give me a stealth check. What are the rest of you doing? I think Wiswick had the same idea, like just not stealthily hurrying down to where the noise is, seeing that like the fight isn't over. 18. So actually, I think first he's gonna go up to Cal and he's gonna try and uh, get Cal's attention again. Cal, what are you doing? There's more combat downstairs. We've gotta, we've gotta move right now. Uh, Cal shakes himself as if coming out of a stupor and uh, <laughs> looks at uh, Wiswick. You can see like his eyes are kind of red-rimmed. There's no tears, but he's like freaking. You can see, just tell he's freaking out. 
but he still just goes yeah and stands up and and goes to follow <clears throat> uh Wiswick like takes his hand and starts like following him in a way and then he like pull, kind of pulls him forward and then pushes him like not like not forcefully but like yeah. saying like you go first I will follow you I uh, yeah. yeah yep okay as um sorry as that's happening uh so <laughs> Scarlet is the first one to start moving um you notice that she is moving quietly um, you t- you gather Cal up and you start to head in the same direction. Um, Timber, Kiron, what are you doing? Uh, Timber's gonna look at um, Lord Harrison and say, "Stay here," and then um, get next to McLear, and then uh, he's gonna walk. He's gonna walk towards Scarlet. As you do that, the Lord just sort of stands up, and he has sort of a a, a, a phase gaze, uh, just like an empty gaze, and then he sort of just. Pips up and just, curse be my name, and this hall for such misfortune to befall me, Lord of Maginset. Oh, I can't catch a break. <laughs> and then he starts to walk down, but he is sort of really sh- shaken. He's just, and he walks across and he sits down next to McClear, who is sitting actually near, right next to the mutilated zombie corpse <laughs> next to him of the, uh, the finely dressed woman covered in blood, her top half of her skull crushed, um, breathing heavily because he did inhale some spores at the end there. He's not dying. He's just uh, unwell. Um, the druidist steps past you, Kiron, gives you a brief look before kneeling beside McClear and starts tending to him. When Kiran sees this and, you know, sees that this situation is underhand, he notices his companion's heading off, he would follow suit. Okay. All right, so you all catch up to Scarlet, who is entered into the back hall and is approaching the, uh, stealthily approaching the, um, the entryway that leads down the spiral stairs that leads to the basement. Um, Scarlet, they all sort of clamor behind you, not as stealthily. <laughs> Imagine you stop for a moment um, as they approach you and you all gather together. Is there anything you'd like to do before going down? And would you all like to go stealthy or not? Um. Kiron would like to cast Vigilant Blessing on Scarlet. Uh, well, not cast, it's whatever. The... What does that do? Uh, you get advantage on your next initiative roll. Awesome. So Thanks. Hopefully you get that uh, sneak attack whatever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kieran. So, who's leading the way? I'll go. Okay. The Um, rest of you, how far behind are you following her? Staying with her, or staying a few steps back? I'm behind Cal. (laughs) Kieran would be taking up the rear. Um, I'm right behind, uh, Okay. Timber, where are you in this? I'll be in the back. Okay. Good to um, know. Also, since you... I know you just gave us a nice pre, you know, D8 of health, but... <laughs> are you also considering that short rest? <laughs> no, we've... We, we're, if you wanted to take a short rest, you could have, but we were literally going right after the... Yes, there's combat in the basement. I believe I'll take a few hours. <laughs> Sit for a half hour. Maybe it'll be settled on its I own. was just trying to see how much I could squeeze out of Sean. <laughs> no, no. Do 
generous dm was generous now he is going to be brutal <laughs> all right what was it? You're generous till you're not? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> oh, How dare you listen to the podcast before I... Before uh, we're supportive right. players. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, Kieran's stealthing. I think we should all stealth. Yeah, is everyone stealthing? Yeah. I, I follow behind the person. If Cal's stealthing, I'm stealthing. Alright, everyone give me a stealth roll. Um, Scarlet, we'll stick with your 18. I forgot my dice! That's a classic blunder right there. You know I'm a bad boy scout. <laughs> I don't. I can't have. Uh, you know I have a, That's a pretty good for him. Curon got a sixteen for a stealth. Okay. Oh, seventeen plus a bunch. Oh. We'll call it a unnatural twenty. I was really hoping he was gonna say a bunch of stuff and then there's nothing uh, else. Seventeen to add. for Cal. Seventeen for Cal. Timber. Uh, that's a 18. Damn. Okay. So as you're going down the steps, you just hear the clamoring, and you're slowly approaching and echoing from below. It sounds like swords against shields, swords against armor. Um, you hear a few scrambled screams from, from some of the soldiers. Um, distinctly, you just sort of hear... <gasps> as uh, you hear the last slam of a sword. Um, and then you just start to hear struggling below as you're like carefully taking one step, two step, three steps. Um, you're very much think, believe that you're completely un, um, unseen. You're about a quarter of the way down the steps and suddenly you hear everything, all the sounds stop. You hear the one last slam to the ground. And you hear nothing at all. Do you, what do you want to do? Do you want to continue? I want to keep going. Okay. I think we should speed up. Yeah. Okay. So as you're stepping down, you're kind of coming around one of the last corners. You stop for a moment. Um, as you hear maybe one or two footsteps. And then complete silence. And you hear occasional crackling sounds, like flesh cracking. Mm. And then you hear something placed, you hear a loud, loud sound placed down on the stone. And then you hear nothing. And all you see in front of you is a rat scurrying up the steps. And then behind the rat! The rat I stab at the rat. Oh, sorry. Do you want to stab at <laughs> no, the rat? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> the rat stops for a moment and does, like, sort of like, oh, you guys are here too? Uh, just stops for a moment and just sort of sits up in that rat way. And it kind of turns its head back and you see creeping up the steps a dense, low-hanging yellow fog that occasionally in the... You sort of see some flickering of torchlight below. It sort of backlights some of what look like very small spores inside of this, this dense fog. As the fog starts to creep around the rat, it scurries out under your legs in his past. How would you like to continue? Chiron is going to cover his mouth. Okay. Yeah, same. Cow will follow suit. Uh, Timber's gonna see everybody else doing that and also 
Bog and take out his black scarf and I guess wrap his snout. <laughs> <laughs> it would take some uh, very interesting wrapping to uh, yeah. to uh, get it all around the wolf face. Yeah. But uh, it's, easy. it's a very long scarf, so it's easy enough to do. I hate to be the guy who goes against the plan, but I, I want to run away from the smoke, and I want to catch that rat. It could be infected. Okay. That's easy. Yeah, we can do that. Um, because, uh, I mean, who's... So Curon and Timber, you sort of see as you start to slowly begin to move forward, you see uh, Wiswick kind of looking back, and he quickly breaks the line and, and, and starts walking past you two back up the steps. I think, like, my goal is, like, I was scared of the smoke, mostly, because I've been hit by this stuff before, and it's not good stuff. Yeah. And I think that maybe get, catching that rat might be the safer bet, as well as keeping people from getting infected. Absolutely. So, easy enough to, to run up the steps. Um, if you want, you can give me a quick perception check to try to keep track of the rat. <laughs> right past me how hard could this be okay at least i rolled good um perception is plus zero that's a 16. okay all right the rest of you as you descend this last bit of the uh the steps you come into a chamber that's filled with this this fog um it's it's not filled like where it's ceiling to floor and you can't see through it but it's about up to your your chin area um <clears throat> and it's denser below, but it sort of shifts up and down with your movement. Um, as soon as you step into it, I'd like everyone to give me constitution saving throws. I'm so surprised by that. With advantage, if you put your uh, raptor face. Thank God. Hey. Thank you for telling us such. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what everyone get? 18 from Kiron. Okay. 19. Kiron, you're... 19. Scarlet? 9. Cal? It's a nat 20, baby. Oh, okay. All right. So, Scarlet, there's just... Maybe it's... Um, you didn't wrap your, your face tight enough, um, or it's just you're more susceptible right now, but you feel the spores kind of entering your lungs, and you hack a little bit you cough um quite loudly actually and um and sort of like you don't fall to your knees but you bend over halfway feeling sickly you're considered poisoned for um uh for fungus uh, yeah you'll at the if we enter combat uh at the end of each of your turns you'll get a chance to re-roll your constitution save lungus that's what it's called <laughs> fungus lung. Um, fungus lung. So, Scarlet, since you're in the front, um, and I guess Cal, you can too if you want. Can you get perception checks from me? Um, this is an ability check, right? So it'd be disadvantage because I'm poisoned. Correct. Okay. Steph, do I still? What did, you, what did I get? You gave me dark vision, right? Anything else with that spell, or is that also worn off? How long is that last? Uh, it's 10 minutes, uh, but it's just dark vision, uh, okay, indefinite right. dark vision. 
You still Either way, it. I rolled an 18. It doesn't, oh, actually, plus my... It's a good night tonight, people. I feel it. 20, 30, 20. <laughs> Scarlet? 12. Okay. So, Scarlet, you are kind of... You can see, but it's hard. The lights, the way the lights flicker, it's almost like your vision's going in and out in a blurry way. Um, you see that there's two torches immediately in front of you, left and right. Um, you can see deep in the back, there's some torchlight coming from what seems like maybe 60 feet away from you. Um, having been down here before, you can discern that's probably torches that are behind, that are inside or behind the cage the Archdruid is in. Um, you notice, um, you also see there's a little bit more light coming from inside the room. And you see a very faint, you see a very faint silhouette inside the cage. Um, <clears throat> or, or just outside the cage, really. <clears throat> Cal, you see all the same thing, but a little bit clearer. Um, you also notice that on the floor around the uh, the cage are the um, bodies of seven seven bodies. Um, some in armor, some co completely in black. Um, a mixture of assassin and uh, guards. But it count you can count. There's at least seven on the ground. Do I see any fungus among them? Uh, you can't make details out from here as if, like, any of them are starting to be covered in actual fungal growth. Yeah, yeah. But they are steeped in the, the fungal spores, which do settle much more on the bottom. So there's, they're covered in, in, in the spores themselves. You see the same figure, silhouette. Um, you see them place something down in the middle of the, uh, the cage. And then they do something with their hand. And suddenly, it, whatever it is, lights up with a very pale white light. That in that same way, like in, in fog with high beams, kind of everyone sees this light at this point. Um, it's not uh, blinding, but it's definitely making it hard to see through the fog. Cal, with that high of a roll, you just barely through the um, this uh, this vision. You see the figure turn and look back kind of having noticed uh, um, Scarlet's coughing, and you sort of see, and they go invisible. And you see, well, what would you like to do? Let me give you a visual reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> distortion of the smoke. Don't let the DM told me I tell you. Told... <laughs> I know I'm backseat gaming. <laughs> Clayton has been removed from the party. Oh, I actually have. <laughs> well, yeah, but I meant... Never mind. He meant we're kicking you out. Yeah. Thanks. Eh, Look at this visual. I'm gonna do it anyway. I really Let's gotta get Sean my switch mini so everyone can see to the combat! Oh. That's sick reference. That's a pretty cool spot we got there. Yeah, where's that yellow fog? Mm. Yeah, Sean. I was in this room before. 
You could have gotten a fog machine. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh my god, you actually did. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Holy shit. That's fucking fantastic, Sean. That's really hype. What's up? No, I was kidding around. I was like, Sean, you could have gotten a fog machine or something. Like you couldn't, I mean, and then and then you did, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, can you zoom in? Can you close in on the combat camera? Uh, yes, I can. Yeah, let's let everybody see that a little more clearly. All right, let's let's uh. Let's... Oh, don't worry. I'll take I'll take some uh, some glamour shots of it. <laughs> look, at, look at that! Look at that beauty right there. Ooh, nice. All right. Uh, so, so this is what you see. You can see yourselves down there. The red is Scarlet. The yellow is Cal. Um, the the figure is gone. They disappeared. Um, the what would you like to do? Uh, Timber would like. I'm going to say we got we we've got an, an invisible person in here. Uh, I saw him in the in the I say where I say in the cage in the cage. I saw him in the cage. Can Kiron cast Fairy Fire? Um, oh yeah, within the cage. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, what is the? Uh, there's a saving throw, right? Yeah, they need to make a Dex saving throw of thirteen. Oh, that's the DC. But yeah. Okay. And uh, if they succeed, they're not affected by it, or they're not specifically lit up. Lit up. Um, they are not specifically lit up. Okay. Um, so if they do, the duration, the affected creatures, and objects shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. And any attack roll has advantage. Alright, so they got a, uh, they made their save with a 17. Alright, you know what? How dare they? So, but are they still lit up at all from that? They are not lit up. They are okay. not outlined. Everything else, any objects within that, uh... 20 foot radius R. So then what you see then that is actually silhouetted first thing you notice no arch druid mm. um, in the cage. His chains hang from the ceiling that were on his arms um, and there's e empty chains in the ground and uh, empty the same like mouth uh, clasped chain that he had earlier is on the ground. You see the light, the thing that is the light is um, is silhouetted and it's a strange, it looks like a it's uh, it looks like a lantern um, that is sort of shaped like this almost like a carafe with a, uh, you know a handle at the top um, and then you and then you see very briefly coming out of it a, a light and, the, and it goes out. I gotta grab something real quick. Talk, talk amongst yourselves to plan. Mm -hmm. I did it again. I forgot to plug my laptop in. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Eighth right. time's the charm. What's the plan, guys? Are we just gonna like? We gotta go look for, for it. it. We gotta look for his uh, outline in the smoke and just rely on really good freaking yeah. perception rolls. I guess. Burn yeah. the bodies. Very freaking uh, useless. <laughs> I mean, I've got some perception, but I think uh, our buddy uh, there, Stefan's got the best, right? Yeah. yeah. Just tell me where to throw. <laughs> um, 
Kiron's going to cast Guidance on himself. Okay. Um, and then he's going to make a perception check in the fog to look for areas where the fog might be, like, going around an invisible person. Good catch. Uh, give me a perception check. What you're all seeing of the light is it came off of the lantern. The lantern is no longer lit. And you see this little light that's just sort of dancing around the room. And you see it goes up to the closest body on the ground. And it just sort of goes into the body. And that's all you see. It's dark now. Well, except for the torch light. So the white light has turned into a dimmer orange light. I want to keep an eye on that body that the light went into. Um, Give me a perception check. Guidance, I got a seven, a dirty 20. Dirty 20? Okay. Nice. Um, I would say you see um, you're unsure exactly if it was the light moving around that moved the fog, or if it was a person, but you did see um, it looked like fog wrapped around a person and they were going to the uh, uh, right side of the room. Um, is there an exit in that way? Not that you can see from here. So I was in this room way back when speaking to the Archdruid. Would I recall mm -hmm. from my time then if there's another exit? Uh, I would say give me a um, a wisdom check, a straight wisdom check, um, just because that was a very heated exchange and you weren't necessarily mm. looking for details in the room. Can he escape through the fog too? Seven. The only escape. <laughs> um, you seem to recall that there was a um, stairs that led up to a different area on that right side of the room. Uh, Kiran is going to. Um, I think I saw something heading off to the right there, and he's going to move to intercept and block off that staircase. Uh, Timber's going to follow closely behind and just keep an ear out for uh, footsteps. Yeah, I'm following <laughs> too. I'm going to uh, stab the thing that he said he saw. I'm going to stab at it. Just stab at the air? Do you have a better idea? No. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'd say so that I imagine you're all moving up towards that, that general area. Um, Cal, just give me... Uh, attack roll uh, <laughs> with disadvantage. Um, uh, um, Timber, give me a, a, a listening check, a perception check. Um, and uh, Scarlet, you're watching the body. Yes, I got a 22 with disadvantage. Oh, wow. Wow. Right, well, let me adjust where you all are. Um, it's a dirty 20. Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Feel, uh, pretty dirty for uh, rolling that 20. Spores are getting to him. <laughs> right. I'm starting. You notice the body is um, starting to dry out rapidly and sort of just. You actually hear the, 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 the person sort of like. Uh, 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 as if these men might not be 100% dead, but that thing is killing this man. 
Um, and then the light shoots out and it goes back into the lantern. Um, Cal, what'd you get for your stabby stab? <laughs> oh, you know, a good old nine. Cal, you just stab some <laughs> Well, that arrow will take twice. Well- <laughs> uh, Timber, what'd you get for your listening check? Dirty 20. Dirty 20. You hear footsteps. They're nowhere near this door. You almost hear the sounds of leather gloves against the bars and the wall behind you. Um, He's still in the room with you. I I grab... Have, what do you want to do? Uh, I grab Kiran by the by the shoulder and say, He's still in this room. Alright, I think we should each... Two people guard the doors and the other two search through fog. Sounds like a plan to me. Uh, what did you guys want to do again? Sorry. Just looking at my notes. Uh, we, we're gonna guard each uh, door and um, the others will search the room. Alright, who is yeah. going where? <clears throat> Kaleth! Go to the entrance! Uh, okay, but for, is this this is Timber, right? Uh, like I look around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yes, um, it's I don't understand it we, either. Just roll with it. We, <laughs> I very, is it a sexual? Whatever, it's fine. And then I'm, I move, uh, <laughs> then I go guard the door. Okay, uh, is anyone going with Tim with uh, Cal? Uh, Kieran's actually gonna turn to the Scarlet and Timber and go, If one of you wants to stay here, I'm gonna start searching. And with his quarterstaff, nope, he doesn't have his quarterstaff. Um, uh, arms out, he's gonna like, and actually he's going to have, um, what's that spell called that does a lot of damage that's fun to use? Uh, inflict wounds. He's gonna have that prepared. Um, in his hands as he walks forward looking again for fog moving around uh discernible scarlet yes what's your ac oh dear um 15 oh no oh dear (laughs) um so, Scarlet, yeah. <laughs> you are listening to uh, Timber, you're listening to Kiran. Cal has walked past you. Kiran uh, has started to sort of, with his spell at the ready, kind of keeping an eye out. And then suddenly you turn to look back at that corpse. And then where the corpse is, suddenly in front of you, the form of the figure appears, completely clothed in black, and a da- you feel the pain of a dagger entering right at the side of your your um your body, digging real deep, and he actually pulls it up. Um, and you take too much damage. Yeah, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> that's gonna be a lot. Penetrating the lung. Yeah, it's gotta be a lot. Um, you die. <laughs> you take a lot of damage. Okay, you take. 
15 points of piercing damage. No, you're not dead, so. No, but everyone that hurt. initiative. Oh. Hey, you've got it. You've got advantage, Scarlet. Don't forget. Yeah. Thanks. Oh my God, I'm rolling beautifully. For the rat. Beautifully. <laughs> Alright, um... <clears throat> Combat time. <laughs> 20 to 25. 20 to... 15 to 20. 19. 19! 19. 19. Oh, okay, you guys can decide who goes first. Uh, probably her. She should go first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 10 to... Uh, 10 to 15. 12 for Q. 11 for Wiswick. Okay. And I'll check in with you, Wiswick, um, uh, right before we enter into the battle. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> of the crusade for the rat. <laughs> the little known 14th crusade. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Tell me about it, Tim. At halftime. All right. Before we jump into combat here, um, I want to check in with Wiswick upstairs. Um, so essentially, Wizwick, when you get up up to the top of the stairs, you notice the rat is scurrying directly into the Great Hall. Do you want to keep following uh, it? Firebolt it. Was there, was there <laughs> any way that I like could have attacked it before it got there, like or shut the door on it or anything like? That? Uh, you can definitely try. Um, there's no uh, doorway into the entry to the hall. It's more just an archway. Um, but you can try to shoot it with a firebolt. <laughs> I don't have a firebolt, unfortunately. <laughs> I have a 10-foot range. Can you presidentation uh, gust it? <laughs> I'd say it's, it's, a, it's within 10 feet of you. It's not that far ahead. It, it's just entering the hall. You're at the top of the stairs. It's essentially, it's essentially 10 feet away from you. All right, well then, good luck, rat. I'm playing some poison spray and the classic version, not even my mixer, <gasps> because I want to see this thing beat a con save. 14. 14? All right. Mm -hmm. Hold up. I need to look up rat stats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it rolled, it rolled a natural two. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> all right. So all I have to do is roll something not bad on a d12. The rat. How much health um, could it have? Where the heck is the d12? <laughs> Obsidian dagger. <laughs> Two damage. Two damage? Alright. Excuse me while I look up how much health a rat has. <laughs> Not a giant rat, just a rat. Of course. Um, Probably somewhere around. I'm guessing four or five. I'm gonna roll his health literally right now. Roll oh, two. Geez. Yep. Uh, Alright, I just need to check something real quick. <laughs> so the rat definitely uh, did not survive that. Yes. <laughs> we got him, boys. <laughs> that would have been a little embarrassing if you did. <laughs> yeah, it'd be very. Um. 
Okay, so uh, this is really weird. Um, <laughs> all right, so as soon as this is really weird for things to be happening in two different areas, but as soon as the rat dies, you see the rat sort of lights up in acidy poison damage, it's sort of like like squeaking violently as it falls on its back, and then proceeds to slowly and, and painfully transform back into the arch druid. As you see, the arch druid now, um, you know, he's completely unchained, no chains on him. He's sort of, he's pro and he's sort of like, Ugh. all right, I guess I'll roll initiative for the arch druid. <laughs> Good job, Wizard. I was like, as soon as you all like were ignoring the rat, I was like, all right, got out. And then I heard Wizwick be like, hmm. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> Wizwick is struck with a sudden realization of fear as he has no spells. <laughs> and he's oh, all no. alone. With probably the, the scariest guy that we've met so far. Hit, hit, hit the yell button, Clay. Oh my God, that's so true. Press <laughs> <laughs> to Sean. All right, so in that case, let's get into the initiative uh, um, <laughs> order then. Um, Timber, you're up first. Let me uh, adjust the battlefield for where everyone is. Well, if you wanted to kick me out of the podcast right now, this would be the perfect time to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast? Hey, this is a stream, not a podcast, podcast you fuck. Dream. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We were talking about podcasts earlier. I I was. I was just. I was saying I should just make an audio file of this. We should. All my uh, yeah. pieces are covered in the water droplets of this fog. Um, <laughs> so before we uh, we jump into Timber's turn, though, um, this is the um, uh, the uh, assassin technically didn't finish their surprise turn. Um, so the assassin does. After stabbing Scarlet and, and pulling the dagger up, rips the dagger out and then uh, disengages. Um, <laughs> the bonus action disengages. Um, away Rose. from away from uh, Scarlet. This is for uh, you guys reminding me about disengage last session. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Oh, you're just trying to get away from Timber. Is that right, uh? Timber, you're up now. Is that okay? Is he uh? Is he fifty feet away? Yes, you. <laughs> fast <man>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. It's uh, like, so you wanna you no, wanna charge across? It's uh for me it's only forty, um because okay. I'm yeah. Uh, looking at it from here, you actually could make it to him with forty. Okay, then I will do just that. Okay, and what are you going to do when you get up there? I will Furia Blows and regular attacks, so three attacks. All right, uh, go ahead and roll attacks. That's my last key point. I believe in you. I Bring them back. Get more. Eight. So that's uh, Sean, level, 13 for the first one. I didn't have enough time to scream, did I? Um, I would say that one. your scream would come on your turn in this initiative order. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Uh, I got a 1, a 13, okay. and a nat 20. Nat 20? <laughs> definitely hits. <laughs> All right. I will take Spend that. roll damage. I will do that. All right. That's some damage. 
That's only seven damage. Uh, with the doubling? With the crit, yep. The two times two, which is four plus three, so. Okay. Really? Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> all right, so Timber, you sort of dash across. You kind of do that that awesome wolf lunge where you, you know, kind of run on all, all fours. You get right up to him. You go up, and the, the assassin kind of looking up at you very confident. You go for two swipes, and he's just too agile. And then the final one, he trips a little bit, and you actually slam him up against the into the bars of the uh, the cage, and you dig your claws into his studded leather armor, and you just... <sighs> Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no, actually. Just look into his eyes and see how he's... Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something appropriate. Alright, Cal, you're up, and then Scarlet, you're on deck. Or no, other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlet, you're up, Cal, you're on deck. Alright. Um... The uh, assassins, the guy with the um, with the, the ring, circle. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Ooh. Can he, I use? He my... disengaged thirty feet away from you, so you could get up to him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to go right for him. I'm pissed. All right. One second. Let me move everyone's pieces. All right, go ahead and roll your attack. Okay. Disadvantage, right? Disadvantage because you are still poisoned. Oh, God, they were both threes. Uh, nine. Doesn't hit. Uh, cool. da, 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 da. Um, hmm? Nothing? You have your bonus action left. Yes, yeah, I want to try again. Okay, go for it. Uh, 12. Does not hit, unfortunately. So you see, uh, as Timber sort of pushes him up against the bars and snarls in his face, he sort of pushes Timber's hand off just in time to to duck out of the way of your jabs with your uh, with your dagger. None of them find purchase, and he just sort of like repositions himself in a defensive stance. Um, go ahead and give me a Constitution saving throw to get over your poisoning. Uh, is this disadvantage or just a straight roll? No, I think it's just a straight roll. Twenty-two. Okay. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> uh, the soundboard doing its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wraith battle, and that's what the soundboard is. Uh, what did you right. get? Twenty-two. All right, you sort of, you having missed because you were off your balance. You sort of shake your head and refocus, um, cleared of your poison, and ready for the next round. Um, all right, uh, Cal, you're up, and then it is the uh, Archdruid's turn after that. Cal is going to hesitate. Cal, uh, you see him, like, like he starts to step forward, like, to get into the combat, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he, like, kind of, like, freezes up a little and drops his, doesn't drop his sword on the ground, but, like, like stands out of a ready stance, kind of, like, yeah. stands there, like, indecisive and still freaking out excellent um so yeah so uh the only person who really notices this is kiran because the other two are in battle kiran you do see cal kind of like he he's in a stance ready to for 
for combat, but then he sort of his eyes go wide and his sword drops to his side. All right, upstairs, the Archdruid's turn. All right, let me get my Archdruid's uh, stats up that I didn't think I'd have to use. Right. <laughs> oh man, he's strong. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> so, Wizwick, you kind of make eye contact with the Archdruid at this point, thinking you were just keeping Pestilence from getting out into the town. And he's just sort of, and it's, you know, what he looks like, you know, he's in the very, like, uh, un uh, dirty prison garb. Um, he's very uh, thin, but at the same time, um, muscular in that wiry way. Um, his face is, uh, is very, like, pale, sickly pale and gaunt, um, his eyes almost bulging out, his hair thin, this thin uh, graying blonde hair, um, in that way like long hair is thin, so you can see the scalp, but it's long and it's weird. Um, but he's um, this sickly yellow in the, uh, the whites of his eyes, and he's just, and he stands up out of his prone position using half his movement, he is going to cast on you, look at his spell list. Live, buddy. Live, little buddy. Come on. Oh, my God. I was really God. hoping he would just run away. He is going to cast uh, Hold um, Person on you. So you're going to uh, to make a... Uh, <laughs> the worst thing. Uh, let me just look up. That is a wisdom saving throw from you. Well, guess what? Good old gnome cunning... Gives me advantage on this roll. <laughs> A 16 plus 2, that is 18. Please help me, God. Sorry, I'm just looking for his, uh, <laughs> his save. So it is proficiency bonus plus. If, if it's 18, then he's got to be. Yeah, like level. You, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you actually uh, make the save. Um... <laughs> uh, sorry, I was like looking for it. It's all over the place. Um, but you make the save, um, and uh, you you feel the spell kind of like he he utters a few words. He traces some symbols, and you see sort of these like shadowy tendrils coming out of the ar arcane sigil he traced in the air and they go to try to latch onto you but you just barely break free of them and he just sort of grits his teeth and moves 15 feet um not away from you like into the great hall but up uh to the uh to the right of you heading towards the stairs <clears throat> that is his turn um it's the assassin's turn so the assassin, sort of seeing the, the threat of uh, uh, Timber in front of him first, is going to go for a swipe That's on your... Timber. Where's your hook blade? <laughs> um, oh, man. Scarlet, I should have killed you before. I forgot to do sneak attack. <laughs> it's okay. You would have oh, rolled no. a one, Sean. You would have rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so what's your AC? It is a 16. All right, so the first one misses with a natural three. Second one is a just hits with, with a 16. All right. 
And then he says uh, the, the tagline from everyone's favorite Assassin's Creed game, Assassin's Creed 3. He goes, where's Charles Lee? <laughs> uh, Boy, fuck that. God damn it. Such a great idea. All right. So that is going to be uh, four points of piercing damage. Ow. Um, repeat after me. Ow. <laughs> the uh, assassin is then going to use... Um, oh, he's cornered himself like a dummy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is going to... Use, he's going to chill. He's gonna stay, uh, and he's just gonna face the, uh, the the combat ahead of him, <laughs> which then goes to Kiron next with Wiswick on deck. Uh, so Kiron noticing uh, poor little Cal over there uh, in a fit of uncharacteristic hesitation, um, goes you know we'll call out to him and go, Cal, Cal, what's wrong? Come on, we have to fight the enemy, uh, and with that he. So, question. The assassin was pushed up against the bars. He's not as exactly anymore. If I moved into the cell, would I be able to cast a spell at his back through the bars? Yeah, uh, yes, technically, yeah. I think he would have um, he would have partial cover. Um, That's but fair. But you could do that. Yeah, you can definitely do that. If you move back to the other side of the, uh, the cage, you would be able to see him through the bars. All right, well, actually, so Cal's going to move into the cage uh, over to the lantern. Um, oh, I see. You're going to go yeah. inside. Okay, yeah, you can do that. And um, then cast uh, Sacred Flame against the SSM. Oh, okay, so you don't even have to deal with the cover because that's a saving throw. Yes, um, that's true. You're right. Huh, look at that. <laughs> All right, so then I would like... What's the uh, saving throw for that? 13. Your, it's a dex. Dex? Yes. Uh, he got a 17, so he makes yeah. the save. I so figured. as he's sort of like just keeping his footing, two enemies before him, he notices the flames below him and just barely keeps out of the uh, the, the different lap lifting of the flames towards him, taking no damage. Um, all right, so you are now inside the cage next to the lantern. Um, and it is the wisp's turn. So as you're standing in the um, next to the uh, lantern, you notice the the wisp the figure, the little circle comes out of the lantern. Uh, oh! And immediately goes to attack you. Um, you see it kind of shoots shoots forward to go through your chest, um, and it is going to. What's your AC? It's fifteen. Okay, so that is a 21 to hit, uh, or oh. a 20, dirt, uh, dirty 20 uh, to hit you, and you're going to take some damage. So that's going to be six points of lightning damage um, as you feel an electrical pulse shoot through your body as the wisp comes out your back and sort of sh shoots up and is in front of you again. Um... That is the Wisp's turn. Uh, we're back up to the top with Timber. Oh, wait. Um, nope. Sorry. We skipped Wiswick. Uh, sorry, Wiswick. What would you like to do seeing the Archdruid run away? I imagine you're going to scream. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I think you should scream help, probably. Yeah, more. right. <laughs> I think. Yeah. The Archdruid's up here. I was. 
and Wiswick, thinking fast on his feet, reaches into his vest pocket and pulls out a vial of white liquid and chucks it as hard as he can at the Archdruid. White liquid? Is that which? Is that the one you, you, you took from his office? That is the one that I have confirmed poisons the crap out of you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the... It's the, uh, the slightly yellow uh, white liquid. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Give me a, a, a ranged attack then. Uh. Yeah. Even though this is going to go badly. Is it dexterity or strength? It's <laughs> I just, hope it's, it's dex. It's dexterity. <gasps> What's the Druid's PC? Yes! Oh, my God. Well, I rolled an 18. Okay. And that's good because my dex is plus three. Wait, okay. what? <laughs> <laughs> it's those rolls, man. He's a scamper. I'm a sneaky boy. Uh, all right. So you, you, you scream down, and then you look over, steal yourself after being afraid, take out that, that vial, and chuck it at him. He didn't get that far away from you, so it's not that uh, he's pretty much, he's like 15 feet away from you. Um, I'm in right for here. Right for there? Between, right. between the eyes. All right, so his back is to you. So, because <laughs> he's running away. Uh, so I put me. I and then he and then he ran and then he ran past you to get right. get out of there. Damn it! So, uh, it does hit him though. It still hits him. Hits him in the back of the head, and it just sort of splashes all over his, the back of his head and into his hair, um, dripping down into his face. All right, time for him to make that con save. Yeah, that's a 14 plus 3, 17. Uh, he makes the save. He is not considered poisoned, although he is covered in some gross uh, poison juice, um, <laughs> which may mean that he has to keep making the save because he's covered in it. Um, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? I'd say that was your action. You saw the bonus yes. action and movement. I will take my full movement action mm -hmm. to try and get in front of him. I have 25 feet. Easy enough. Okay. I stand in front of him with, I don't know, my hands out like this, because I got nothing other than a book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because you're out of spell slots. <laughs> and I didn't come prepared because I thought I was going to a party. <laughs> so you run up, uh, you, 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 you dash forward to get in front of him. You see he's sort of like... <sighs> Tabletop him, just, just duck and trip him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is there anything else you'd like to do? Your bonus action? Uh, I can't summon my familiar, so I guess that's nothing. I'm done. Okay. Uh, then we're back to the top of the order with Timber. Uh, am I flanking with Scarlet? No, you are not, but you could use your movement to be flanking with her. And I boost my movement to be flanking with Scarlet. Absolutely. And uh, then... Yeah. I will do two attacks. One using... My action, and then one using my bonus action. Uh, go ahead and roll to attack. That is a, that's a 17. <laughs> 17, okay. And that next that one is a, is a dirty 20, so... Both hit. Oh, I forgot to... One other thing happens Ooh, at the geez. end of the turn there. Um, oh. That body that the uh, the wisp went into starts to 
and starts to puke up uh, blood all over itself. Um, next turn, it will be a live zombie, fungus zombie. Uh, what was your damage on that? Sorry. Hey, <laughs> um, that is a total of thirteen damage. Thirteen damage. Excellent. Okay. All right. So. <clears throat> He's trying to back away, and as he's avoiding the flickering sacred flames uh, burning beneath him, he looks up just in time for you to, to claw him right in the stomach and lift him up and, 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 and slash across his chest, um, dropping him back down. Uh, he's just... <sighs> blood starting to come out of his, uh, his studded armor. <sighs> and he's, he, he looks like he's ready to lash out like a beast in the corner. Um, anything else you'd like to do? I cannot do anything else. Or okay. not like, move at he's, all. He's looking at you and kind of looking over his shoulder at Scarlet behind him. Um, which brings us to Scarlet's turn. And Cal, you're on deck. All right. Um, all right we uh, move to flanking, right? You're already flanking. Okay. Um, as he's looking back at me, I'm just going to be like, yeah, it hurts, doesn't it? And I'm going to um, go to attack him. Stab him in the lump! Ugh, god damn it. Rolling like crap tonight. What's with you in the respiratory system? Did you roll with advantage? I did. 13. 13 does not hit, unfortunately. Ugh. All right, you do man. have a collapsed lung, don't you? Is this no, not what I... Sean said happened? <laughs> no, I, I shook it off last turn. Um, all right, bonus action. Do it no, again. No, you, you got stabbed in the lung. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, she got right. stabbed in the, the side. Keep functioning. If anything, stabbed. if anything, her uh, her kidney is definitely. Uh, That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Seventeen. Seventeen does hit. Finally. All right, so roll. Don't add your modifier because this is your yep. offhand, but you do yep. get sneak attack. Yeah. Four plus four, that's eight. Oh, no, no, not far. Four plus ten. Fourteen points of damage. Ooh, nice. Uh, so you see you go for that first hit with your main hand, and he just knocks your hand away, your blade scattering and, and, and sparking against the bars of the prison cell. And then you just come up from below, Arya style, stab him right in the, uh, the other side of him, in the same place you stabbed him, and pull it up. <laughs> Everyone's just got ruined kidneys here. Uh, <laughs> everyone's kidneys are exploding. Uh, <laughs> wait, does she, wait do, do you have sneak attack too? She I did. That, that was with sneak attack. That's why I was so high. Uh, all right. Uh, do you want to use your movement or are you guys you're good? No, I'm good. Stay all right. right. All right. Cal, you are up. Okay. So Cal has heard his friend Wizwick scream for help upstairs. Okay. Uh, He's going to, uh, spurred on by the danger that his friend faces, he's mm -hmm. going to gain hold of himself and mm -hmm. sprint up the stairs towards where Wiz. Okay. With your movement speed, you can get to the top of the stairs where you can see about 20 feet away from you is uh, uh, Wizwick standing firmly in front of the archdruid who is wiping uh, poison juice out of his eyes. Um, but it is very much the archdruid. Um, standing over Wizwick right now, just like ready to go right at him. I suppose I'll dash. Them. Yep, dashing will be able to get you right up behind him. You will be flanking with Wizwick. Oh, lovely! I'll action search that. 
<laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> and I'm going to stab him. Stab away. Leg. Um, okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. That's a 17 plus 4. 21 to hit. That definitely hits. That's good. Man's in dirty clothes. He's not. does not have a high AC right now. <laughs> uh, is he sleep deprived? <laughs> Probably. Exhaustion levels. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna stab him. I don't have any. He doesn't. He's got doesn't have any weapon on him, right? He has no weapons on him. He just uh, is himself. I'm gonna just stab then. <laughs> All right. Well, you hit. So we're all damage. <laughs> That's an eight plus four. Yes. 12. Okay. So Twelve Ooh. points of, of piercing damage. Yeah. Okay. I know. I I always knew I could believe in you, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Wizwick, what you see is you see the archdruid is standing over you, clearly ready to just like toss you aside. Um, and then you see you see him like, <sighs> as Cal stabs him right in the. Uh, right in the uh, leg, in the back of his leg, and brings his, almost buckles into his knees, but not quite. Um, uh, Flavor-wise, over, uh, <laughs> over, over the druid's shoulder, uh, with we could see that my face is locked in this weird rictus of, like, like fear and anger, and, and more fear than anger, kind of all at once. It's kind of like a... It, like, my like, mouth is open, and I'm just, like, freaking out. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. I'm still doing it. <laughs> all right, excellent. Um, so that is Cal's turn, um, which brings us to the Arch Druid's turn. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so what is he gonna do right now? All right, a true coward's combat. Throwing <laughs> poison vials and stabbing him in the back. <laughs> so you see the Arch Druid. It's the best place to stab someone. <laughs> He's panic. You can sort of Wizwick. You can see some panic in his eyes as he thought his escape was assured with his beast form, his wild shape, and then you suddenly see him just. <sighs> And he just starts to whisper in a, a, a not druidic. It does not sound anything like druidic. Some other language. And then um, tracing some things with his hands, kind of like tripping a little bit. And then sho shoving the hand to his chest and pulling out. And you see shadows start to come from all the corners of the room and wrap themselves around him. Um, and sort of just like envelop in his entire body and then disappear. And he's just sort of... And you sort of see um, his skin is much paler, um, and it looks almost like there's a, la a layer of frost uh, over his skin. Um, and then he's gonna he's gonna run for it. He's gonna try to run away from you. Um, so he's gonna use his thirty feet of movement uh, to head towards the stairs and try to get up the stairs. You both have attacks of opportunity on him. Um, Wizwick, if you don't have anything, you could try to slap him or punch him. Uh, and do an unarmed attack, which is just uh, a one plus your strength modifier. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I'm like looking through my. <laughs> Cal, Cal, you do get a attack of opportunity on him. Okay, no, I'm gonna punch him. I'm gonna try to punch him. Wait, improvised weapon. Use your book and smack him in the face. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't allow that. Uh, that's... I'm gonna expend a. Um priority die because I didn't do well for to do a precision strike. Okay. Um, so that brings it up to a 20. Dirty. 20. Uh, a 30? Oh, 20. dirty. <laughs> zero. Dirty. I was like, why are you using this? Uh, 
Yeah, that hits. That definitely hits. So go ahead and roll damage. Yeah, that's uh, six plus it's ten. Ten points of uh, piercing damage. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. All right, you are. So you. You um. You find your you stab, and when you you stab, it pierces his skin. It does. It feels hard when you try to pierce through his skin, and then you see a uh, your entire rapier becomes covered in frost and then when it touches your hand and shoots through your it shoots through your body and you feel um an intense amount of cold in your chest and pain as you take you're still gonna take the damage (laughs) (laughs) um as you take uh um five points of cold damage uh, I don't think Wiswick would actually hit him with his book, although that sounds great. He has too much respect for his book. So. <laughs> Alright, so what's uh, he got? Yeah, he's just gonna try and punch him, because he's got right. nothing else. So go ahead and roll a uh, melee attack roll. Oh, that's sweet. Ten minus two is eight. <laughs> so, uh, you miss. Uh, <laughs> um, sort of as Cal kind of stabs him, uh, tries to stab him again. You see that frost shoot up over Cal's arm and, and him cringe at the pain. And the archdruid successfully um, gets out of your range and is now running up the top of the stairs. Um, he has reached the... Uh, uh, you can still see, just barely see him at the top of the stairs. I can imagine Wizwick had my- his eyes closed and was just doing... <laughs> yeah. Is yeah, my I, rapier I, still in him? Uh, no, it fell out. Um, okay. Fell to the ground, and the, the frost all chipped off of it and immediately melted. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a different initiative order. Uh, so now it is the assassin's turn. All right, so the assassin is going to go sort of see. He's, he's kind of takes a moment to think about what he's doing, and he's going to see the wolf in front of him, see the, the, the rogue behind him. He's going to turn around. And he's going to go for an attack on Scarlet. Because he sees only one person in the way of him running away. Run away. And that is going to be his first attack is going to be a, a 12 to hit. Miss. <laughs> All right. His second attack is a 13 to hit. Miss. <laughs> All right. So he, he sort of goes for two stabs with his daggers. And they both, you sort of like do that, that move back as they both miss you. Um, and he's sort of frustrated and angry, and he's going to disengage from you now that Timber has moved behind him and he has a, a way to get a, uh, get around. I'll move the uh, guys so that we can uh, get back into this. Kiran, you are up now. Um, Kiran, so so this is a creature that attacked him, right? A wisp, you said. Yes. Yes. Um. Kieran's going to uh, try to catch it in his hand and cast Inflict Wound at second level. Uh, Alright, go ahead and roll attack. Net 20, baby! Yeah! Oh, shit, nice! Fuck him up! Fuck him! Kill him! Kill the thing. <laughs> right, uh, Plus roll. five if necessary. Target to death. 
Roll, yeah, that hits for sure. It has a very high armor class, so you oh. need it in that 20. Oh. Um, <laughs> so go ahead and, uh, it's because it's an ethereal creature. Oh. Just like me. Well. How long have you known me? I've never once touched the ground. That's fair. 40, 10, let's do this. Does a, a zero count as a 10, right? Zero is yep. a 10, yeah. 10, 20, 29, 31 points of necrotic <laughs> damage. <laughs> and then I gotta roll that again, right? Or does that just double? Wait, that's just how much you got? Oh, yeah, that's just one set of 4d10. Then that is doubled. Right. Okay. So 31. I don't want to kill this thing. <laughs> <laughs> wants to just, just catch it in one hand and dismissively crush it. <laughs> That's nah, no. Oh. Kieran's going to like almost like after the thing like hit him, he's gonna be like what? Snap his hands and then just <sighs> just release yeah. the uh, power of Iluvania into this uh, small annoying pest, uh, oh, and then man. take his hands away and whatever he sees are the remains of it, I guess. Yeah, I, that thing has resistance to necrotic damage, too. Really? <laughs> yeah, and you just fucked it up, though. Wait, so, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, you, that, that, that 20, if you didn't get it, right. you, wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have killed it. But, um, right, that's fair. So, yeah, it's exactly what you see. You, you come together, and when your hands meet it, there's resistance at first, but you squeeze down until the light dims to nothing, and, and you see sort of this twilight shadowy uh, um, mist between your hands. So you pull your hands aside and there's nothing there. The thing is dead. Oh, the old God. Donkey Kong slap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. All right. <laughs> uh, anything else, Kiran? <laughs> um, after doing that, uh, he's going to... Sorry, let me just refocus. Um... I guess he would move to intercept uh, the uh, assassin. Mm -hmm. So Kiran, not entering his uh, you know circle if possible, would move to get in between him and that uh, staircase. Okay, easy enough. So based on where you were inside the cage, you could definitely right. get because you were right here. Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely get between. Alright. <clears throat> Anything else? Uh no. No, I uh, think I'm all set, thank you. Alright, well it was supposed to be the wisp's turn. Um all you but you do notice as soon as the wisp died, the um the lantern lit up again. Mm-hmm. And um that's all you notice. Oh. Wizwick, it's your turn. Cool. Um, I'm gonna move my 25 feet closer to the uh, Archdruid. Yep, and because you're in front of him, that's just enough uh, to get right behind him. You see him at the... You're essentially chasing him up the stairs. Okay, uh, do I know where he's headed? Uh, not just from seeing him run. Um, you know, but I mean, like, like, do I know because I've been in this... Ca I've been living in this castle for a while now. Uh, as far as what's upstairs, you're not sure. I mean, you know there's other guests upstairs. Um, it's not clear right away why he's going upstairs. You would have expected him to have run for an exit 
down in the first floor. But so it is. It's peculiar. I'll say you do find it strange. Okay, I am going to summon my familiar. Okay. Thirty feet in front of him at the top of the stairs. Okay. Well, I, how him. long? How long are the stairs? I. I there's it. not thirty feet left. You. 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 Okay. You'd be. There's probably ten feet left of the stairs, and then it goes into the uh, upstairs hallway. All right, so at the furthest distance that I can see forward, and uh, I want to telepathically talk to my familiar and tell Jet to keep an eye on this man, but keep your distance. Okay, so generally just having Jet um, follow him, essentially keep the distance, but keep watch where he's going. Mm-hmm. Okay, And uh, that's my turn. All right, excellent. All right, down back in the um, in the uh, basement, um, the zombie is now active and is going to rush forward to attack uh, Kiron. All right, Kiron, what is your AC again? Fifteen. Okay, that is a seven to hit, so it does not hit. Um, That's okay. But, uh, essentially, the, the the fungus zombie sort of. <clears throat> one of the guards um sort of you can see like the armor is loose loosely uh falling off as these fungus are starting to actually grow outside and push the armor apart as it comes up and it starts clawing at you but you're keeping it away and it's just clawing at your chest piece your chain mail and just sort of like ripping its own skin off as it's clawing at your your chain uh, mail. it's split of- mail thank you very much split mail okay I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry, um, but it—it's uh, definitely messing your getting your armor all gunky and covered in uh, spore blood. Um, that's all it can do. It's just a zombie, um, which brings us back to the top of the order with Timber. Uh, going after the assassin. All right. He can't escape me. Yeah, you can get right up on him. Right. <laughs> uh, first one's a fifteen. Did I hit? Fifteen just hits. Ooh. And oh, the next one's just gonna hit. That one's a twenty-two. Um, All right, go ahead and roll damage. I do. Uh, it's 11 damage. 11 damage, okay. Uh, that's all, all the damage, or just one of them? That's all it. Okay. All right, so this guy is looking rough, but he's still... Um, you sort of... Uh, he's sort of eyeing Curon, the only person in his way, um, before the exit, and then you sort of come up right behind him and slash directly across his back twice, and you see him just sort of... <sighs> as he's completely panicking at this point. He just wants to get out of there. Anything else, Timber? All right, Scarlett, you're up. Okay. Um, if I move 20 feet, can I flank with timber? Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. Or 25. 25. 25 yeah. will get you to flank. Uh, no, 20, 20 will get you flank. Okay, yeah. I'd like to move 20 feet to flank. Roll to attack. Die, die, die. All right. Um, 22. <laughs> Oh, that hits. Go ahead and roll uh, roll an attack with sneak attack. Roll death. 
four plus four, eight plus nine, 17 points of piercing damage. Uh, how do you want to kill this guy? Yeah. Um, same way that he got the hit on me before, I want to just stab him in the side and jerk it up. <laughs> Excellent. Mm. <Jerk> it up. <laughs> Excellent. So Timber just, oh, this is, that's, yeah. So literally right before you run up, Timber's clawed him in his back. So his back armor splits open. And he's just, oh, he's just, he's looking directly past Kiron towards the exit. And when you just eclipse his vision, come up very slowly, very quietly, wrap your arm around his, his shoulder, pull him in closely and just jam him right in the side as he goes limp in your arms. You're a monster. <laughs> all right. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then in the basement, the only threat left is, uh, that you know of at least, is the, uh, the current active zombie. We know it's um, the map. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you don't know. Um, and uh, that brings us to Cal upstairs. So Cal, you just saw Wizwick chase the uh, Archdruid up the steps. You can just see them at the... Uh, you just see them in your periphery. Yeah, I'm going to, like, cock my head kind of confused, and then I'm going to run 30 feet towards the stairs, and then when I get there all in one motion, I'm going to throw my rapier at him. Okay. So... Because I can't catch up because Wizwick's in between me and him, I think, right? Unless I can, in which case I'll stab him. I'm tiny. Um, just, Let's see. So he ran 30 feet. Uh, yeah, and, and his walking speed is 30 feet. Yeah, you can get right up on him. Actually, right, so you can't attack run him okay i mean the the stairway two things the stairway is thick enough for you to be oh, side well by then, side yeah, and that's... two you can move through allies in the rules right i would i figured i would have been occupying the same spaces or just that but um uh technically yes side, then but, does it matter uh, because we're only because we're doing theory uh you know imagination here um <laughs> i'll allow you to do it if we're on a battle map a little bit more, Harry. I kind of wanted to throw my rapier. But it was really I will let you throw your rapier and say that you can't get past Wizwick. Thank you. I, um, <laughs> I won't let you because you don't have your rapier. You have magic. Mm. No, I have a rapier. You dropped it. The uh, the uh, oh. The, oh, you. I'll say you picked up. You can, All right, thanks. You can pick up your rapier. Um, uh, I'm gonna get yeah. So I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna over like overhand throw it all in one nice smooth motion. And while I'm doing it, as I'm rolling, I'm going to uh, have a flashback to a hot summer's day of training. And I'm a younger man, you can see it. <laughs> and, uh, his and, hair is shorter. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no hat. But Master, why? I don't see why this would ever come in handy. And there's like a real thin older man with a kind face. And he's like, uh, do you want me as your master or not? Because if you do, shut the hell up and learn what I tell you. And then uh, we flash back to the rape you're flying through the air. And, um, that's, yeah, that'll probably do it. I roll a 23. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I will consider this an improvised weapon and not the rapier. Um, so for that, for that, then I would say that it would deal 1d4 damage instead of its usual damage. And you're using dexterity as the modifier for the damage. Because okay. rapiers aren't meant to be thrown. Yeah, but I thought it still counts when it's a melee weapon as whatever its normal damage is, but you only use your dex, whatever. Um, okay, Sean. To fucking... Seven, six. It's a six. 
Oh, wait, that's actually the rules. I didn't yeah, realize that. Actually, the thrown uh, mechanic. You yeah. Have yep. Weapon. If you don't throw a, uh, if you throw so a melee thrown, weapon, thrown weapons count as a ranged attack. Throwing a, a melee weapon counts as your melee attack. It's the, it's exactly the same thing except you lose it if you. But it, but its damage is reduced to one d four. If you throw a melee weapon that doesn't have the thrown property, its damage is reduced to one d four. Okay. Well, it's a six. All right. And then as a bonus action, I draw my other rape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Archdruid has a rapier in his back. Uh, so he takes the damage. Um, <clears throat> and uh, he he's clearly just getting beat the shit out of. Um, but he is still going. He's still ready to go. He's still moving forward. Um after Cal is well, it's the Archdruid, uh, so he is going to. Wait, hold um, on, I, I forgot to roll initiative for the bat. Oh, go for it. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh what's this thing's bonus? Uh, how about a solid four? Solid four, bottom of the initiative order. <laughs> All right, excellent. All right, so the Arch Druid. Oh, oh, it's good that you threw it. Actually, it's a good thing you threw it because then you're not getting the um, the cold damage. It was part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Arch Druid then. Let me pull up his character sheet. Is going to turn around before running off, and look down at Wiswick, um, and just say to him, "You're in." You're in over your head, little one. And then he's going to... Uh, actually, technically, that spell creates a little undead hand, doesn't it? Does he have to take a constitution saving throw for having poison goo on him? <laughs> and for having a rapier through his spine? <laughs> I'll, I'll let him... I'll, I'll make him do a con save for the poison that's dripping from his hair. Uh, that is a 17 again, so he is oh. resisting that poison. Um... <clears throat> So he is going to, uh, as he does, mutter a few arcane words um, and uh, trace some arcane symbols in the air. As you see appearing right in front of your face, Wizwick, sort of doing a little like uh, sassy wave, is a skeletal hand that then just taps you on the forehead. And that's going to be a attack roll, I believe. Yes, I'll do that. What's your AC? 13. Okay, so that's definitely going to hit as the hand grasps onto your 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 head um, and is holding onto the top of your head and deals seven points of cold damage. Um, and uh, <clears throat> you cannot regain hit points until the start of your next turn. As the uh, skeletal hand is latching onto you, and the uh, uh, Arch is then going to run forward and try to get away from you. Uh, and run 30 feet, so he goes the 10 feet up to the top of the steps, and then you see him um, disappear um, to the right, um, presumably 20 feet. What does the bat see? The bat sees him going 20 feet down the hallway to the right. <laughs> um, sees that he's actually 
the bat on its turn will telepathically communicate what it, where it sees him going. Granted, you'll have run up the stairs by that time. Um, <laughs> but uh, essentially, he's running towards the end of this hallway. You don't know what other rooms there are, but he seems like he's running directly towards the back of this hallway. You can't see what's there yet, though. Um, you do get an attack of opportunity if you want to punch him again. <laughs> well, at this point, I think Wiswick saw what happened when Cal tried to stab him, so he's gonna omit that one. Oh wait, I can't cast a spell, can I? I think you have to have, there's a feature you have to have. Called Warcaster. Yeah, to use spells for uh, opportunity attacks. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Alright, so then it is the dead assassin's turn. He's dead. Uh, Kiran, you're up. Uh, Kiran's going to cast uh, the Radiance, sac- or Sacred Spell. Uh, so the zombie needs to do a dex of 13 saving throw. The zombie gets a... Dex, you said? Yes, sir. Got a 14. Well... Has minus two dex. <laughs> um, so well... it resists. Um, and then Kiran goes, um, I could use a little help. And, uh, well, mm, uh, yeah, he's just going to stand there. He's not going to take that opportunity attack. Okay. All right. So at the end of Kiran's turn, uh, it is the lamp, lamp's turn. Um, as you see, uh, looking to your, your right, another wisp shoots out of the lamp um, and travels across the room and enters into another one of the corpses, which you see starts to shake and dry out uh, as a husk. In a, as a husk. Um, and that is it for the wisp's turn. The light from the lantern goes out again. It's the orange light of the torches only now um, as we go up to Wiswick now. Wiswick took that last hit and is not feeling good about it, but refuses to allow this man to believe that he's the better wizard. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to come up. Uh, he's going to chase the man with his 25 feet. Does mm-hmm. that get... How, uh, how close can I get to him with that? So you're about 10 feet away from him. Perfect. I'm going to use the 10-foot range of the poison spray, but I'm going to modify it for my conflagration spray. Mm. So the dex save. Excellent. Dexterity save? Yep. And that's a 14 he has to beat, right? Correct. Where are you getting these spells? Wait, what are you... It's his... uh, his... Yes. He can change the... Yeah, go ahead. You explain it while I roll. I am the school of lore which allows me to change the uh, element of elemental spells and the, uh, what's called, the saving throw of those spells as long as I can logically describe it in a new form. So if I can make the poison spray into a fiery explosion, it's a death. Got it. Yep. Uh, He got a 15. Uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, the, uh, the poison spray is, let me describe, uh, what does the conflagration spray look like? Uh, it's 
looks it starts off natural like a regular poison spray where it's a green puff of smoke except the green puff of smoke turns into a hue of purple and that purple spray ignites and basically just makes a big puff of firework like mm-hmm. sprays of excellent so you see the uh, the the, um, <clears throat> the green turns to purple and it explodes in a fire explosion, but he just barely kind of misses and it just sort of heats against his back and sort of maybe singes his clothes and hair a little bit. It does not take any damage. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, I'm going to command my bat telepathically mm-hmm. to stay ahead of him. Okay. At basically just keeping like 30 feet ahead of him and telling me where he's going. Okay, and just uh, for my reference, how fast? What's the mo- the flying speed for Jet? It's thirty feet. Okay, just to. But he he's not doing anything else, so just assume that if he needs to, he'll take yeah. the dash. Yep, that's it. I pretty yeah, he's he'll easily with the dash be able to stay ahead of him, or at least keep up with him, uh, with a little bit of distance. All right, so Wiswick, that was you down on the floor. Um, the zombie is going to go for an attack on Kiron again. Um, uh, that is a 13 to hit. Yeah, that doesn't hit me. <laughs> so similarly, again, the, you're keeping the, the creature at bay as it's just sort of ripping its own fingernails out, crawling at you. Um, and that's all that thing can do. So that brings us to Jet, who flies. And uh, I'd say Jet gets, um, uh, gets about 40 feet ahead of uh, well, pretty much all the way to the end of the hallway, um, where Jet is now flying um, right uh, in front of a large window um, that's at the end of the hallway. Ooh. What does Jet see out of the window? Uh, Jet sees it's pretty dark out there. Um, it's uh, it's this essentially <laughs> no, I know. Um, uh, what you would see is essentially the the back wall of the back uh, hill wall and then the dark exterior out into just the countryside. Uh, That brings us back to the top of the order with Timber. Uh, 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 I want to bite it. Uh... Timber seeing the the lamp emit a wisp. Going to run by the lamp, pick it up, and smash it on the ground. Okay. Beat me to it. <laughs> Alright, so actually pretty can, simple to do. Can I yeah. can I actually instead run, pick up the lamp, and throw it at the zombie? Yeah, sure. I'll let that be an improvised weapon. Uh, so go ahead and give me a. Um... We're really trying to to break the lamp, though. <laughs> no, I know, uh, but okay. you're trying to hit the zombie with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'd say you just have enough vision of the zombie from there. Um, if you go to grab the lamp, that you can throw it at him. Give me a uh, ranged um, attack roll. Boy, oh boy. That's just Dex, right? Yep. Okay, so that would be a 17. 17 definitely hits. Um, so for improvised weapon that's thrown, 
I would say uh, give me a um, a one d four, yeah. Aha! Four damage plus whatever you want to give me. <laughs> four plus four decks? damage. Uh, yeah, seven. Because you yeah. use your action to do that. Yeah. So seven points of damage to the zombie. Okay. Yep. All right. Seven. All right. So you see the um, the lamp lamp does shatter um, upon impact. It deals uh, um, seven points of bludgeoning damage to the the zombie, and it shatters. Um, there was no light coming out of the lantern at this point because it was the wisp is out of the lantern. But the as far as you know, this lantern is no longer a threat. It shattered on the ground. Um, anything else? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, wait, the other wisp is in the body, right? Correct. Um, can I uh, walk up to, or use the rest of my movement to walk up to that body that he entered? And Yes, yeah, you have just enough movement to go up to that body. Coup de gras with my bonus action. Okay. Uh, so, go for it. Right? Because it not the attack just the automatic crit? If they're oh, un yeah, unconscious? Yeah. Or, you know, yes. Not, yeah. Yeah. So you're, I mean, you're attacking a, a, a dead body. Yeah. Do I auto hit? I don't remember the rule on this. You technically still roll, but you have advantage because it's not so much. Don't think about it as rolling to see if you hit it, like missing something in front of it's you. More, it's more about the impact of your damage. Well, the first one was a twenty-one. I don't know. Yeah, you'll you'll okay. mess right. this thing up. So right. Go ahead and roll um, uh, roll damage on the uh, the body. Uh, it's a nine. All right. So, <clears throat> uh, you see, this body is sort of uh, really dried out and husky, husk-like. And as you you claw into its chest, you sort of, with each swipe, kind of like crack its chest rib cage bones and rip out the uh, the ribs so that it each hit just sort of splays the ribs open like this, and a uh, puff of spore shoot out. I know the room's full of spores, but it's a concentrated puff that goes up into your face. Give me a Constitution saving throw. Advantage, wrap face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. <laughs> Take that one. Uh, Constitution. Seventeen. So you resist the uh, the poisoning effect. <clears throat> All right, good. Uh, that's everything you can do. So that brings us to Scarlet now. Cal, you're on deck. Um. All right. So uh, if I was to back up five feet, that would put me flanking with Kieran, right? With the zombie. Am I looking at that right? Yeah, right. He, where are you? Oh, you fell over. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely get flanking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So go ahead and roll, uh, roll attack. Um, 18? 18 definitely, uh, hits. Roll damage. 
four plus four is eight. Uh, sneak attack? Yes, you get sneak attack. Uh, 13 points of piercing damage. 13 points of piercing damage. Uh, all right, so this thing is just barely alive. You see as you stab it, and it stab it twice. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you not use your bonus action? I did not. No, right, but well, I'm definitely going to. It's still alive. It's definitely like spewing uh, 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 toxic spores out. So you will need to okay. give me, uh, before you do your next attack, you will have to give okay. me a constitution saving throw. Okay. Um, I, did, um, I had my shirt pulled up over my face. Advantage. I don't know if it stayed up at all of that, but. No, you're good. Natural 20. All right, you resist the poisoning effect of the spores. Awesome. Uh, go ahead and roll in, uh, your bonus action attack. Uh, 24. <laughs> Definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Two points piercing damage. That is just enough. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> really just enough. So you, you stab it once in the back, and you see the puff of spores into your face, and then you stab it another time in the head, Another puff of spores in your face to give me another constitution saving throw. Uh, 17. You resist. Um, the zombie, as soon as you sort of like <coughs> get the spores in your face, you pull the daggers out and the body immediately falls, collapses in pieces in front of Kiran. Uh, all right, Cal, you are up upstairs. I'm gonna run. At the guy, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get up to him. Okay. Um, try and hamstring him. Uh, all right. So you were ten feet behind him, um, so you can get ten feet behind him where he is right now. All right, I'm gonna dash to in front of him. Okay, you can definitely do that. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna like run up, and I'm gonna like. Kind of like almost run, but <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna land behind him, like kind of skidding on the wood, like crouched mm -hmm. low in like a ready. Excellent. Yep. So he sort of stops for a moment in front of you as Wiswick catches up behind him uh, once again. Uh, well, Wiswick's ten feet behind him. Um, My hat maintained its rakish angle. <laughs> <laughs> it just sort of perfectly. <laughs> yep. Uh, excellent. Um, so that's all you can do. So let's shoot over to the archdruid. Of course. Um, he is not going to uh, do anything immediately. He is just going to see uh, see he's surrounded. He's going to try to sidestep you and dash for the window. You can do an attack of opportunity if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I would, I would <laughs> like. All right, uh, go ahead and roll, roll attack. Okay, it's a 16. 16 definitely hits. Oh, good. That's an 8 damage plus 4 for 12 damage. 12 damage. All right. He is still standing. God um, damn it. And you take 5 points of uh, cold yeah, damage. I take 5 points. Um, <laughs> so he dashes uh, next to you um, and starts running forward. You get a quick stab or slash across his chest. As he stops for a moment, but just he's looking directly at the window. He's charging forward towards it. He runs. He's able to reach the window. He jumps forward and through the window. 
It shatters, and as the window is shattering around him, you see his form into a bat as he flies out the window. Does my rapier weigh him down? The rapier falls out as soon as he turns into a bat. (laughs) Um, You're lucky he didn't make the rapier more. (laughs) But um, he escapes out the window. Um, on Jet's turn, he can attempt to keep up with him, or at least watch him where he goes. Um, but he is, the Archdruid has escaped the building. He is flying away in one of his wild shapes. Um, which brings us to... Well, I was just gonna say, he's out the window, but he probably doesn't have that much movement left. No, no, he is like, he's literally like right outside the window. You want There's me no to chance. jump after him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's, it's possible. Uh, this brings us to Curon. Um, so Curon, what you see in the room is the bodies on the ground. Um, they are all slowly drying up, but the one that the wisp is inside, um, the wisp comes out of it. Um, and is floating uh, right above it, um, and the husk is starting to, even with its chest splayed open, on, on the next zombie turn, it is going to stand up and uh, be a fungus zombie that is ready to fight. But the wisp is out of the body at this point. I should have paid attention. I did not know wisps. <laughs> what, did you miss my epic wisp death kill? Yeah, no, I thought that was the wit. I thought we were done. Oh, uh, no, it seems like there were multiple wisps within the lamp. Um, Kiron's hey. going to curse under his breath, um, grab his uh, reliquary uh, that he keeps at his side at all times that we rarely mention, hold it up and say, Blessing of Iluvania, protect us. And activate uh, Channel Divinity, turn undead. All right. Excellent. What is... Is there a saving throw for that? Uh, yeah, DC 13 Wisdom saving. Okay. And if it fails, it has to, on its next turn, move away from you or immediately move away from you? Uh, yeah, just... Uh, yep, just on its turn, uh, move as far away from me as it can... It can't willingly move into a space within 30 feet. It okay. also can't take reactions. It can okay. only dash as its action. Okay. And what is it, uh, um, the saving throw? What kind of saving throw? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom? All right. He got... The Wisp got a 17. <laughs> so... So the... the uh, <clears throat> You do your spell, there's sort of a flash of uh, energy as the torches kind of dim for a moment in the room, um, but the wisp kind of flickers a little bit. It's, uh, it's, it's ethereal shape, but before it just sort of, it's just there, it's just still there, happily. Right. There's no face, it's just a ball of light, so it's just sort of like floating there, unfazed by it. It flickered for a bit, but it is unfortunately uh, not turned. All right, uh, and then Curon's just going to move a little further back towards that staircase uh, so mm-hmm. that he can still see all combatants, but yep. there's just more space between him and them. Absolutely. All right, so it is now the Wisp's turn. 
Uh, so the Wisp is immediately going to go for Cure, uh, not Curon, uh, Timber, because that's who's in front of it. Doesn't really have a great strategic mind. Um, and it's going to go for an attack. What's your uh, AC, uh, Timber? You're muted. <laughs> 16. 16. All right. So that is shock ability. Uh, that's a 10, so it does not hit. So the creature kind of it, it moves forward towards you, but sort of in, in the way that you're sort of like moving your, your hands around, resisting it, it doesn't find purchase. It can't get into it can't get quite uh, into your body to uh, administer the shock, and it sort of just glimmers in front of you and starts to dash around, um, unable to attack you. Um, it is going to use its movement to move away from you, uh, so you do get a attack of opportunity. I will do that. That's going to miss the hit 10. That does not hit. Um, and the wisp goes into one of the other bodies and disappears. Okay. Um, wisp is done. Wizwick, you're up. Okay. So, how far away is the window? The window is about 20 feet away from. Oh, well, where you are, 30 feet. Okay. I'm going to move my 25 feet. Towards okay. the window. Is there anything in the hallway that might be used as an improvised weapon, such as a torch or a, a, like some sort of item, like a vase? I don't even care. There are torches sconced in the walls that you could grab one pretty easily. Okay, so that's like an object interaction. I'll grab a torch mm -hmm. and I will chuck it. Well, he's right outside. Could I just do a poison spray? It's 10 feet away. With you being five feet away from the window, um, I'd say you would just be in range to use poison spray on him. Okay. Well, then I guess that's my goal. Let's give him another... Well, enjoy your uh, constitution saving throw, you bat. You dumb, dumb bat. <laughs> dumb, dumb. Oh yeah, he's a, he's in his bat form. I gotta look up the bat. Uh, fucking oh, I'll save you the trouble. I got a bat right here. Oh yeah, yeah. Constitution yeah. is minus one. Okay, all right. Uh, okay, so that is a dirty one. <laughs> <laughs> a solid two damage, which I know will kill a bat. <laughs> Uh, oh. He's gonna fall. <laughs> He's gonna fall. Bye-bye! <laughs> Should have made him transform into something bigger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah. He comes out of the form. You see, just like five feet out the window, you see a little bat get uh, attacked by the poison spray, and it sort of, like, twists, and then... <laughs> as the arch druid appears and falls. Uh... Falls quite a distance, too. And we're on the second floor? You're on the second floor of a hall. The Great so Hall. Like 12 to 13 foot fall, probably, right? Uh, I would say it's at least a, a 20 to 25 foot fall oh! based on the uh, Great Hall. Um, That's a good thing I didn't jump out that. All right, so 
Dude, like yeah, a Legend of Zelda, you know, down. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was gonna Will Turner flip. Ah, six points. All right. Classic moves. Take. Yeah, I still bite. <laughs> okay. I've got okay acrobat. <laughs> so he takes uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage as he falls uh, out outside. He falls down uh, into the. Um, within the walls because he didn't get that far out. Um, yeah, he fell. You don't see where he is right now, but he definitely fell down into the ground. He, you don't know if he's alive or dead. I have 120 feet dark vision. I can't see where he is. You're not at the edge of the uh, the window. Have Jet oh, do it. Come on. <laughs> hey, Jet, Jet is there. Jet sees that he hit the ground right below the window and that he's prone down on the ground. Still alive, but hurt. Jet, I tell Jet to keep on him. Don't <laughs> let him out of your sights. He's a wily one. Okay, all right. <laughs> and I yell back to Cal, I got him! He's downstairs! Go, go, go! <laughs> I really wanted I really wanted Jet to fight the bat. Oh, bat off! What's the aerial combat? <laughs> yeah. Darren seen uh, what we do in the shadows. Yes. Bat fight. Bat fight. Yeah. Yeah. You poop on him, Jet. One poop on him. <laughs> it's literally it's a plus zero to hit, and the AC would be twelve, and they both have one health, so it would literally just be like a fifty-fifty shot. Whoever went first. Pretty much, yeah. Who gets the hit? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, yeah so use, guano. use Guano. Use <laughs> Guano. So, Kiran, uh, you're up. There is uh, now a uh, a zombie in the room, um, and the Wisp is in one of the other bodies. Uh, Kiran's going to use uh, Sacred Flame on the uh, uh, zombie that the uh, Wisp went into. All right, so it immediately fails its dexterity save because it is just a body on the ground. So go ahead and roll damage. Hmm. Six. Radiant. Six points of radiant damage. Okay. Who's laughing? Who is that? Is that okay. funny? I think that was in the ambient. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. It... Okay. <laughs> Just calling attention to it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's me the wisp. Laughing. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, the uh, the body sort of erupts in this uh, holy uh, uh, bluish uh, white flame that just starts to singe the uh, the, the corpse uh, as it is shaking with the wisp inside it, um, animating it or taking care of it. Uh, all right. Anything else? End turn. End turn. All right. So it is the wisp's turn. Um, so you see the wisp comes out of the corpse amongst the flames licking at the sides of this body. Um, and it is going to, based on the battle map, it is going to go flying directly to, towards Scarlet. Um, <clears throat> and go try to attack her. Scarlet, what's your AC? 15. 15. Okay. Oh, this wisp is low. Not rolling well. <laughs> uh, so that is a nine to hit. Nope. 
Uh, it only has one attack. Uh, it has its movement. It used quite a bit of it to get to you, 10 feet to you. But how much movement does it have left? It has 40 more feet of movement. So it is going to go directly into the body next to you. You do get an attack of opportunity on it. Me? Yep. Awesome. Um... Would stabbing it with a dagger do anything? I guess I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 14? It does not hit. Uh, so your dagger goes through it. Um, <laughs> it's not that you think it couldn't have hurt it, but it just uh, has a very high AC. Um, but it goes into another body, so it is uh, inside uh, another one of these guys. Alright. So, uh, that was the Wisp's turn, which brings us to back to Wiswick. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wiswick's gonna go to the edge. He'll look down. Okay, you go five feet forward and you look down. And you see, um, you see below uh, the arch druid is is struggling to get to his feet. He looks down. He looks up at Cal. He backs up a few feet. It looks like he's about to jump, and then he goes and grabs a sconce and throws it down at the. <laughs> All right, give me a uh, uh, ranged attack throw with the Scots. He won't do it. He's too much of a coward. Ooh, okay. Um, a 12 plus, is it dexterity? Yep. Uh, so that would be a 15. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Hey, what is a D4? D4 plus your dexterity. Two plus three is five. Five points. Where is his health? <laughs> so what you see uh, when you throw it is um, the Archdruid is starting to get him lift himself up off the ground. You chuck the torch down, it hits him in the back of the head, and he just sort of falls back down to the ground. <sighs> uh, anything else on your turn? <laughs> I hate this as this guy is still alive. Uh, how much... <laughs> How much, um... Guano attack so for health this time than he did last time. <laughs> I'd say you have about um, 15 feet of movement left. Guano no, strike. Buddy, you have like Guano four strike. Health, Guano I don't strike. have four health. I have 13 health. <laughs> and, and he took eight points of bludgeoning damage on the way down. But I could, I could live through eight. <laughs> Whatever you want, man. What do you want to do, Wiswick? I'm going to jump on his head. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, God. That's a uh, good old 14. Okay. Take. Oh, the dice gods are in your favor. I rolled yes. two ones. Uh, you take two points of bludgeoning damage as you perfectly land on his back. Um, How much damage is he? Cushioning your fall. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but 
with his damage. He, he takes he takes he takes one point of bludgeoning damage as you land gingerly on his back. He's like, that's all I can ask for. That's the best amount of damage. <laughs> All right. Just so, <laughs> Wizwick, you are now, you are now on top of the archdruid on his back, um, having safely landed down below. Um, Jet hovering above, keeping an eye. Um, I'm really my hands on his eyes. I'm really happy that a gnome punch is the same amount of damage as a gnome falling from 25 feet <laughs> <laughs> to a man. <laughs> Okay, uh, so it is the uh, zombie's turn, which is going to go for an attack on Timber. What's your AC, Timber? 16. Does not hit. That was only an 8. Um, so, uh, keeping the zombie at bay as it claws at you. Um, that's the end of the zombie's turn. Uh, Jet, I'm assuming, is just going to stay where he is, fluttering above you? Yeah, I mean, he wants to stay 30 feet ahead of okay. the uh, Archdruid at all times. Okay, so that he flies about 30 feet away from where the direction that the archer is facing, keeping an eye on you and him. Uh, that brings us back to the top of the order with Timber. Where is Cal? Cal? Cal is up in the, he's up in the second round. floor. I didn't go that round. I did an attack of opportunity. Oh, okay. Then we skipped Cal then. All right, Cal, what would you like to do? Oh, I'm a, I'm a follow. <laughs> Wiswick just jumped out the goddamn window. I'm going. But this, right. I'm going to try and, if I can, Sean, I would rather uh, do this acrobatically. I'm going to try okay. and, like, flip out the window in a then rustle I'll, of my cape. Then I'll say, since you're thinking about it instead of just jumping, I'll allow you to do an acrobatics check instead of a deck saving throw. Princess Bride. <laughs> it's not a 20, but it's, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, 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 it's a 19, and I have a 4 in acrobatics, so it's a 23. Okay, so then you reduce the amount of damage you take by half. Um, you only take two points of bludgeoning damage when you land, and you have a very cool three-point landing. Um, you yeah. sort of skid down the side of the, wa the wall, um, keeping yourself uh, stable as you land beside the Archdruid. Three-point landing, Wizwick nice. sitting on top of him. Uh... That was your movement, so you have your action still. <laughs> I'm actually going to use a bonus action for short rest. I'm sorry, for second wind. Okay. Um, just because. <laughs> so uh, six plus yeah, three is nine, nine, heal, nine points, Tim, health. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to uh, uh, just take my rapier, and I'm going to just put it to his throat and say, move again. And I swear this will go right through your trachea. Okay. Trying to be threatening, but like give, trembling. Give me an intimidation check with advantage. Because of that cool fucking flip, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a natural 20, Sean. That was a four and a natural 20. <laughs> uh, I feel upstaged. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you see. Uh, uh, plus one. Matter. Okay. All right. So, Cal, blade at his throat. He's sort of just like hands. He puts his hands up, his face in the dirt. He just sort of turns his head with a, a smile towards you and just grins, sort of his face all dirty. And he's just like, I'll be dead by noon tomorrow anyway. And he rolls over, Wiswick falling off of him. <laughs> just puts his hands out like this towards you. 
Uh, I know so, it's it's. I'm just gonna yell two arms in the in the back courtyard. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, something will happen. But for now, we'll uh go to the top of the order with Timber because stuff's still happening in the basement. <laughs> All right, Timber. There's a zombie in front of you. You're holding it at bay as it's clawing at you. There's spores everywhere. What do you want to do? I'm gonna punch it. I'm not gonna claw it. I'm gonna punch it <laughs> twice. Werewolf monk. <laughs> Go away from me. <laughs> so make sure you roll not your claw damage, but your martial arts damage. Same. Yeah, I figured arts. it was the same. One's going to miss. It's going to hit. It was natural 18 for the second one. Natural 5 for the first one. Okay, so the second one hits, so go ahead and give us a paw punch. A paw punch! Oh, it sucked. It was a total of four damage. Four damage on our hey. zombie buddy. That's bludgeoning, right? Yes, punch. sir. Bludgeoning. All right. Okay. Excuse me? So it is still clawing at you um, as you, you punch it with your paw, um, and you sort of launch its lower jaw off of it, and it goes flying across the room and splats against the wall. As it's no longer chomping at you, but just sort of like doing like a half chomp, sort of like a <laughs> like it's hammering its top teeth at you. Timber's uh, gonna look very confused at it. <laughs> uh, I would like you to make a Constitution saving throw uh, as you shoot in your face. I'm gonna give myself advantage. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Because you haven't bit anything in this time, right? What? You haven't bit anything, right? You've all no, been clawed. No, I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no bites. Uh, Eighteen. Okay. You're good. You stave off the uh, effects of the poison. Um. <clears throat> all right, and that is was Timber. So now Scarlet, you're up, and then Cal. All right. Um, I can't tell which uh, square Timber is in, but if I was gonna move like fifteen feet, would I be able to flank? Uh, there is actually a wall in the way where you wouldn't there be able is. to get all the way around to flank okay. the timber. Okay. Because he's the um, big gray blob right next to you. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know. He looks like he's in between two squares. That's why I was asking. Yeah, he's right next to you. So you'd okay. have to, you okay. don't have space to get the advantage. Okay. Um, so then I'll just move up five feet mm -hmm. um, and stab him. Excellent. Let's go ahead and roll the attack. Eighteen. Eighteen definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, and actually, you get sneak attack because he is a, yes. the creature is engaged with one of your allies. Oh crap! Seventeen points of piercing damage. Excellent. You come up and uh, you come up to the side of this creature and just slash across its chest, already weakened by Timber's. Uh, already weakened by Timber's several attacks on it, and the uh, creature just falls to pieces in front of you. Nice. Um, I do need you to make a constitution saving throw, um, and Timber, I need you to make one as well. Uh-oh. Ten. Uh, I'm not going to roll the other one. It's natural 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you roll with advantage, Shannon? Yep. Shannon, you are considered poisoned. Great. Um, as the uh, body collapses in front of you, and so many spores shoot up into your face. And How many? So many. Oh. 
um, <laughs> as you inhale a, a boatload. Um, <laughs> now we're getting more specific. Thank you. Yes, boatload. sorry about that. Um, boatload or a buttload? A buttload is actually a measure. <laughs> oh, no. no. Um, <laughs> it's uh, seemingly right now all you see is that other body across from you. Um, seizing right now and shaking. Did I did I see the wisp go into it? Yes, you did. Okay. Um, I still have movement, so mm -hmm. uh, t uh, ten feet. Is it the dark gray one? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, ten feet of movement. Um, going to use. Let's produce flame in action, or is that a bonus action? Uh, it's an action. Dang it. All right, um, just going to use my dagger and just kind of, like, swing it down into its throat. Go for it. Uh, 15. 15 hits, because it's a body on the ground. Uh, <laughs> but you have advantage, so if you want to roll to try to get the net 20. Okay. Nope. All right, so go ahead and roll damage. Don't add, just a straight dice roll, not no Uh, four points piercing damage. Okay. Um... Very hard to keep track of the corpse's health. Um, <laughs> all right, so you stab into its neck. The thing is still shaking, but blood squirts out. Give me a constant. Oh, uh, you're already poisoned. So. I'm already poisoned. <laughs> so, oh, then it doesn't matter. You got it on the first roll because um, you would have had disadvantage on the attack. But um, you had advantage. It canceled. It. Oh, oh, oh. All right, uh, so that's your turn. Um, so we'll go up to Cal at this point. Um, so Cal, you've got the arch druid at, at, at uh, rapier point. Um, presumably there's, there's guards coming around the corner. They're not going to reach you just yet. So anything you want to do before the guards get here? Um, yeah, not particularly. Oh, I want to cover his mouth somehow. So you can hold an action. Oh yeah, I'll do that. So are you going to, what are you going to hold? Uh, attack. No, and uh, what is the trigger? Uh, him. I told him not to move. Right. So yep. he goes to get up or anything. Okay. Good to know. And especially if I see his hands move in a magical manner. Okay. No problem. All right. So that was Cal. Curon, you're up. Uh, sacred flame on the uh, convulsing corpse. All right. That is five points of radiant. Okay. So the creature is still seizing um, as the flames lick and burn its flesh, but it is still seizing. Can't say I didn't try. All right. So then that is the wisp's turn. The wisp comes up out of the uh, corpse and is going to go immediately for an attack on Scarlet. That dude, this wisp cannot hit anything. That's a ten to hit. Nope. Okay. Yes. Uh, but it is, of course, uh, a desperate undead creature. It is going to fly into one of the other corpses. You do get an attack of opportunity on it. Uh, disadvantage. Yes. Uh, fourteen. That does not hit. That was the same thing as last time. All right, so um, that's the Wisp's turn. Uh, Wizwick, is there anything? It's your turn now. Is there anything you want to do 
um, while you're waiting for the guards with Cal. Wiswick is hyped up on adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's walking around. Woo! Woo! He starts laughing. <laughs> he's doing exactly <laughs> that. He's like, oh yeah! You thought you could beat me? Master <laughs> Man! You mean you thought you were you're gonna be dead in two days? Yeah, right. You're dead now, fool. You're done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> uh, the arch druid does not respond because <laughs> I just realized I skipped his turn. Um... Arch druid staying still. He's not. He's he's following your orders. Intimidation roll was that high. Not twenty, maybe. Um, did we did we uh, wrap him up or anything? Like I, you I, have I, not I, done anything like that. I didn't want to lift my sword from his throat. Okay, uh, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm gonna quickly try and uh, fashion a restraint of sorts. Okay. Uh, Do you have rope? I don't know what I'm gonna use. I'm. Don't really have rope. <laughs> I have. Rope. Uh, you could take rope from Cal. Okay. That's fine. I'll do that. How many feet do you take? Uh, just enough to wrap up his wrist. Okay, so we'll say two feet. Maybe, so maybe like, how long's your rope? Like, I, I maybe I'll take like five feet oh, so I can. Like, buddy, I have like fucking rope, dude. I got... <laughs> you probably have fifty feet. I have fifty uh, feet of rope, man. <laughs> I'll use the end of his rope to mm -hmm. tie up the wrists. And then okay. the rest of it, I just hold on. Like, I hold, like, uh, maybe 10 feet past that, and the rest yeah. of it is just slack. Okay, great. Uh, easy enough. Um, he is not resisting, so you can easily pull his arms together, tie him up, keep a 10 feet in your hands, um, slacked so that you can control it, I guess. Um, do you want to cut the rope so you have just that leash, so to speak? I mean, I'll leave it where it is for now. Okay. I don't really have anything to cut it to begin with. No so. problem. All right, so you just got the rest wrapped around your arm, holding on to that, that 10 foot um, amount, and he is tied up right now, so he's restrained. Yeah, and I, I just keep, like, honestly, it, it, like, it crosses my mind that now's probably a good time to question him before the guards come and get him, but I'm just too excited. <laughs> I, I gotta, like, keep flunting. I'm just dancing and stuff. Like, I'm still a little tipsy from before, and... Like, I don't even feel the injuries, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, great. All right, so that brings us back up to, oh, it brings us to the zombie. Um, so the zombie stands up in front of you, Scarlet, and is going to go for a swipe on you. Uh, and that is going to be a an 11. Nope. <laughs> Zombie misses. It is just clawing at you, holding it away. Uh, it is, it's really gross though. It's got these spores coming off, the fungus growing out of its face and its eyes. Um, its flesh is singed and burned, so its smell is absolutely horrible. Um, as it also has blood, sort of just this dry, like sort of like thick oozing blood coming out of its neck where you stabbed it. Uh, do you want Jet to do anything or just stay where he is? Uh, he will stay, he'll keep the 30-foot perimeter that he was at. Maybe okay. he'll start rotating around in a circular mm -hmm. fashion to his regular uh, scouting. 
He's just I, keeping an eye out for anybody else that's coming near me, near us. I will say he does see a group of four guards coming towards the uh, the back of the uh, the, pal- the hall. So uh, help is if, coming. If he if he if I have the chance to command him at this point, mm-hmm. uh, I would just tell him to fly over near the guards and have him like show them the way to us. Okay. If he doesn't hear me, if they don't hear me already. <laughs> okay. Uh, excellent. All right, uh, Timber, you're up. Um, <clears throat> that body that is, or that zombie that is still on me. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and punch its face again. Oh, Scarlet killed that zombie. Oh, there's another one. They can go punch. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, the the one that the wisp is hiding in. Yep, that's this body right here to the side. Uh, Timber's gonna pounce on that body. All right, go ahead and attack it. I will attack Just it. Just for your reference, there are there's one zombie up, and there are three corpses. The wisp is in one of those corpses right I now. I want to. Uh, <laughs> I want to claw or try to decapitate or decapitate the one that the wisp is in, basically. Or, okay, you know, go ahead and plunder uh, that body. <laughs> go for an attack roll. All right. So it's a 17 and a 21. 17 and 21, both hit. And they're both uh, coup de gras, right? Yes. Yes, because it is um, just a corpse in the ground. God, that's awesome. Uh, so, that's 22 damage. Uh, okay. All right, so you just you just knock this thing's head straight off with one swipe and then rip its chest open with the second swipe. The body immediately falls to pieces and the, the wisp shoots out of it. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, just kind of be upset. <laughs> Sad dog. Yeah. Uh, Timber's going to growl. <laughs> All right. All right, Scarlet, you're up. Um, okay. So the wisp that just came out, is that, like, right in front of me? Uh, yes, actually. It would be within attack range of you. Okay. Um, if I wanted to huck a flame at it, um, that it says it's a ranged attack. So, I mean, I'm already getting disadvantaged because of poison. So I guess it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. You're, you're just going to have a disadvantage on the attack. Okay. Um, well, Scarlet's pissed. So she's going to just cast produce flame and she's going to just try and burn this thing. All right. Give me the attack roll. Um... Twelve. Does not hit. You see the, the wisp is just too agile as it moves around and, and sort of floats out of the way um, as the fireball uh, or the um, produced flame uh, whizzes right past it down the hall. Okay. Um, yeah, this thing is really high AC because wisps yeah. have 28 dexterity. Wow. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, wisps are nuts. 
Um, um, all right. Anything else? You still have a uh, well, bonus, my bonus action. action. Yeah. Um, all right. Just gonna whip out it, my dagger again and uh, try and whisper hit it. zombie. Oh, uh, wisp because missed it, so I'm mad. Okay. What'd you get? Uh oh, yay! Uh, dirty twenty. That hits. Fine. Roll damage. Two points of piercing. <laughs> so you watch as the uh, um, your blade kind of finds strange purchase in the wisp, where before you went right through it. Here, it's sort of like there's a slight resistance where your hand, your blade drags through the wisp before going through it. The wisp flickers a little bit. It doesn't really do a lot of damage. It seems to have a resistance, um, but it does take some damage. Okay. My pen go. All right, so Scarlet, anything else? You have your uh, movement still. Uh, where am I? You um, are in the red, the little red yeah, spot. Yeah, I had to the, make the screen bigger. Um, no, I'm good. I'm gonna stay right there. All right, so back outside, Cal. At this point, um, four guards come running up to you, um, and they all look down and see the archdruid, and they're just like, "Oh, what? What happened to him? How did he escape?" I'm not entirely sure, but uh, restrain him and take him away. Okay, so they, they easy enough, they follow your commands. They, um, they actually, uh, one of them um, pulls out a, a, a rag and sort of wraps it in uh, around his head in his teeth um, and ties it behind his back, pulling it tight. They grab him up from the ground and they go to grab the, um, the rope from Wiswick. I give uh, it to him. Yeah. Um, they cut the rope to taking the 10 feet and the uh, 12 feet of the rope um, as they start. One in the front starts dragging him away as the others are holding his arms tight. Um, I, I, sorry, I turn and say, wait! And I roll investigation or insight or whatever you want, perception, mm -hmm. um, to make sure that these are guards that I recognize from the cadre. Alright, give me a um, give me a uh, perception. Perce yeah. Could I do the same thing since it's kind of out of combat? Uh, yeah, you guys are technically out of combat, so the initiative order is not really relevant. So I'll say you can give him advantage on that, or you can roll your own. Uh, What's your perception, Mod? Perception, not too great. Insight, also not too great. Do <laughs> you want to just give me an advantage? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> that only brings it up. <laughs> What'd you get? 12. 12. Okay, um, so most of the guards you don't recognize, although you do recognize one of these guards is the uh, the wispy red beard Ed Shireen guard who yeah, is hit my hand. Who slapped your hand away from the treasure uh, a few sessions ago. There's a uh, lot of guards here, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just nod to them. Okay. And, and look down at Wiswick and I go, Are you okay, my friend? I'm better than okay, baby. I'm the king. You were pretty cool too. I like that move off. off the, that was pretty dope. Yeah, when you jumped out that window, that I must confess, that was a true shock to me. Um, I know, right? That's like ten, no, ten gnomes high. It was I think great. It's, more. it's like yeah. And Kieran, you're up. <laughs> uh, so there's still a Zomzom -Zom upright. There's a Zomzom, -Zom and the Wisp is out of a body. 
Alright, uh, Kieran's going to Sacred Flame the uh, zombie. Because okay. fuck dealing with a plus nine modifier. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, what, um. 13 dex saving throw. Thir okay, this thing. Uh. Natural 20. Oh. Uh, so the zombie, uh, in its thrashing at, uh, trying to, uh, kill, uh, Scarlet, it just thrashes the right way to avoid. <laughs> Uh, any sort of deep damage from the uh, the sacred flame. It's definitely singeing its flesh and um, and burning its clothes, but it does not take any damage. That's fair. Uh, right. And turn. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to uh, pause on Wiswick and Cal's initiative and just let them be, and we're just going to do uh, initiative for those in the basement. So then that would bring us to the zombie, who is going to go for Scarlet again. I hope. We'll Pray to the dice gods that one of these zombies gets a hit. Wait, no, 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 Other way around. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll hide my excitement if he hits. <laughs> I hope that's cocked. Oh, oh, is it? Is it? Oh, oh. Two in a row. No. You know, it actually was cocked, but you'll yeah, know I, I was being it. honest because I just got a three. Yeah. Um, so, again, you're keeping this zombie at bay. Its flesh is starting to fall off of it with the fire. Uh, the sacred flame fire. Um, it's just sort of its base is sort of this like really gross um, singed flesh right now that's just chomping at you and trying to pull itself towards you to attack you, but you're holding it at bay. Um, is which, Reaper here? Like, what the hell? Uh, oh my god, it, that's like actually what it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, you know, ask Sirenscape what's up with their, <laughs> with their Wraith battle uh, soundboard. Um, I already sent an email. <laughs> uh, all right, so actually, it's um, the Wisp's turn. So the Wisp is gonna go <laughs> into one of the the uh, other. Oh corpses. my god! Oh. Attack of opportunity! <laughs> attack of opportunity! Uh, it's actually first going to try to attack uh, um, attack uh, uh, Timber. Got a natural one, so it does not do anything <laughs> to Timber. It just floats around him and then ir irritatingly shoots into the body. Um, Timber, give me an attack of opportunity if you'd like. Scarlet, you could also do an attack of opportunity. Like All right, that's going to hit it. It better hit it. That's a what is it? 23. 23 does hit. Hey, die. Man, I rolled a one. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's four damage. <laughs> Scarlet, what'd you roll? Uh, whiffed. Got a nine. Oof. Uh, all right, so bodies. Um, so it takes the uh, it takes the one point of damage. Four, as, four, uh, four, 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 four. I rolled a one, uh, and, but I have plus three. Okay, and what kind of damage is that? That is slashing. He would have slashed it, not punched it. Okay, so uh, similar to uh, when uh, Scarlet attacked it, um, where her blade kind of sort of slowed and went through it and dealt some damage, but not a lot. Similar with your your slash, you find weird purchase where it doesn't feel like you're impacting flesh, but you know you're dealing damage, and you go through, it flickers a little, and it doesn't take as much damage as it should, but it does take damage. Uh, and it is back in the body. Zombie is, is up and uh, still up and attacking you. Coward! Um, so that brings us back up to Timber. Damn it. Do I have to keep killing these people? 
<laughs> yeah, because the Wisp is All right. a very hard, low-level enemy. All right. God damn it. <laughs> All right, well, we're going, going back in. Timber's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like a dog and a laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a tw 20 and a 21. On the corpse of the zombie. Corpse. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. With, with the wisp in it. Yes. The wisp is in it. Yep. Okay. So... Uh, 18 damage. Total. 18 damage total? Yes. Okay. So, the body is mostly mutilated, but it is still intact for what this is. Um, so the wisp does not shoot out of this one, um, but the body is heavily mutilated. Um, anything else? Okay. <laughs> Scarlet, you're up. Uh, actually, Scarlet, quickly give me a constitution saving throw to try to get over your poison. Perhaps give you that opportunity. Uh, 11? Uh, 11 does not uh, save. You are still poisoned. Darn. Okay. Um, this here. Uh, I'm going to go for that zombie right in front of me. Go for it. Roll to attack. 14. It definitely hits. Zombies uh, do not have high AC. No sneak attack for this, right? Uh, no, because uh, um, Timber's not within five feet of it. Timber's on the other. Uh... Actually, no, I'd say yes, because Timber would be on top of where that light is in okay. reality. So I'd say yeah. Five. Oh, double ones. Ooh. Seven points of piercing damage. All right, the, uh, you stab it in the side of its head, blood shoots out. Uh, it won't make you do a constitution saving throw because you're already poisoned. Thanks. Um, it is still up and scratching at you, but it's yep. looking like haggard, like it's about to fall to pieces. Okay, bonus action, stab it again. Okay. Oh, no, that was a natural 20. Um, 18. That hits, go ahead and roll damage. Three points of piercing damage. Just enough. Yeah. That thing falls to pieces in front of you. Um, and uh, you look over and you see Timber mauling a corpse. Um, knowing what that is, the wisp is inside that. But that is, will bring us to Kiran. Sacred flame on the uh, corpse that Timber is mutilating. <laughs> uh, automatic failure, so go ahead and roll. Uh, roll your damage. <laughs> Seven, radiant. All right, you see that thing just burns to ash, just and the wisp shoots out of it. Um, which, for anything else you'd like to do, Kieran? Wisp is out now. Where am I? Uh, I'm in a good spot, right? Yeah, you're over by the torch on the right side. Right. Um, uh, Kieran would move a little to like closer to the center of the room just to make sure that he can, you know, see everything. Yep, easy enough. Oh, there's a lot of water on my uh, my minis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the fog. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Curon, that was you. It's the Wisp's turn. It's gonna go. Um, it's gonna go for an attack on um, on Timber again. Actually, no. It's gonna go for Scarlet this time. Fuck Scarlet. I mean, just kidding. Well. Freaking wisps, man. Can't do anything. Uh, 11 uh, to hit. Nope. Okay. Uh, so it's going to go flying into that last corpse. Attack ah. of opportunity. Attack of opportunity. Uh, yeah, actually, you, you both, you and uh, Scarlet, get attack of opportunity. 11. Does not hit. One does not hit. Okay. So the wisp is inside the last corpse. I'm assuming you're all going to attack that corpse. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Timber, you're up first. Go for it. All right. Here we go. All right. That's going to hit. That's going to hit. 19 and 15. I, well, I meant naturally. It, yeah. It, with 20 and a 24. Yeah. They don't, these things don't have high AC. All right, same thing as last time, 18 damage. Okay. Uh, body oh. is still slightly intact, but it is mutilated. Scarlet, right. assuming you're going to finish the job. All right. Killing dead people. You don't roll with disadvantage for this because you have advantage, so it... Um... Oh, cool. Um, so then 24. <laughs> uh, yeah, that thing is... The, the, the wisp shoots out because that thing's definitely uh, donezo. Okay. So this the body, all of the corpses, all of the uh, the dying uh, people in here are all dead now. Um, they were already dead. <laughs> uh, some of that, well, by this point, they were all dead. But in the beginning, some of them were alive. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, or they were they were unconscious, essentially dying. Mm. Um, all right, uh, you still have a bonus action. The wisp is out, and yeah. there's no more bodies for it to hide in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um... Only thing I can do is swipe at it, so that's what Go I'm gonna do. It. Oh no, natural one. Ugh, does not oh. hit. Yeah. That thing dances around your dagger, mocking you. Ah. <laughs> uh, Kieran, you're up. Uh, sacred flame. Uh, let's say uh, DC what is thirteen. So What's what? It... Yeah, thirteen. What kind Wisdom. of... Uh... Oh, no. Sorry, Dex. Sorry, Dex. Okay. So, what? It needs to get a 3, 4. It got a natural 12, so... It resists. Yeah. It, it avoids the uh, the licking flames. Um, Son of a gun. Uh, the Wisp's turn. The Wisp is going to go for an attack on... Uh, on uh, Scarlet again. Can't do any damage. It got a seven or an eight, um, and there's no bodies for it to flee into. Um, so it's just going to sort of uh, dance around you um, and uh, wait to attack again. It's sort of just wisping through each of you, staying within your range to avoid attacks of opportunity. But it is getting ready to go back in for an attack, um, which brings us back to Timber and then Scarlet and Kiron. I kill this thing. Oh, it's gonna be. All right, all right. Natural twenty. Okay. There we go. All right. That uh, hits. Oh no! No! 
fell in my water. Okay, one second. Let me get another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Ah, oh, damn it. Maybe, maybe it's hashtag soggy damage. No, hold on, we're getting soggy damage. Ooh, soggy damage comes in. So that's a total of eleven damage. Eleven damage. All right, excellent. Bringing this thing down some more. Um, it's still alive, but uh, it definitely uh, flickers in and out much more, um, <laughs> much harsher than when you've been attacking before. Um, but it definitely doesn't take the full damage, but it does take most of it. Uh, Scarlet, you're up. Okay. Um, produce flame, chuck it at it. All right, give me that. Uh, do you want to take a step back to avoid the disadvantage? Oh, wait, you already, already have disadvantage. disadvantage. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. 16? 16 does not hit. You have your uh, bonus action left. Um, How around we go? <laughs> just swipe at it, even though I know it doesn't do much. It's all I can do. I am so mad. 14, which I know does not hit. <laughs> what I roll every time. <laughs> all right. Kiron, uh, you're up. Kiron's going to walk up to the back of Timber. And I don't know if I'm tall enough necessarily. I mean, I'm here on six seven, so he's still a tall, tall lad. You whisper oh. into Timber's ear as he places a hand on the back of his head and goes, "Iluvana, bless you," and uh, gives him some guidance. And so, guidance. What does guidance do again? It gives him uh, advantage. One, right? one, uh, a deep, bleh, D four, and add that to ability checks. Does it add it to attack as well? Uh, it just says roll uh, an add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Oh, okay. Okay. So if anything, maybe it'll help you hit it. I'm not. I don't see the point of making having this thing make a deck save throw. I don't know. <laughs> maybe grapple? No, that's not. Right. That ability. Kieran just jumps on it. <laughs> um, all right. So as you're all kind of swiping at this wisp. It's uh, there's the, the lantern is shattered. Um, the wisps kind of dancing around you, noticing you all kind of struggling to hit it. It is going to leave. It's uh, it's not bound to its uh, lamp anymore. It's sort of been bothering you and it uh, you could all get attacks of opportunity on it as it is Boy. heading towards. Uh, the wisp start is the wisp is moving away from you. We'll say, um, so you can attack on it if you'd like. Opportunity. Twenty-four. Twenty-four hit. <laughs> Six damage. Oh, Shannon, give me um, give me a Constitution saving throw to get over your poison, so you can finally roll. Nope. Nine. Okay. Okay. Uh, so and I uh, don't hit. So. Uh, Kieran, do you want to hit it with anything? Uh, Kieran will give uh, the old uh, right hook, but uh, it's 11. Okay, uh, how much damage do you deal, uh, um, Timber? Six. Okay. <laughs> it's still alive, but it is flickering away from you, essentially. Um, this manor is going to get haunted. Um, <laughs> not our problem. 
uh, is going to go um, and it disappears disappears into the wall. Um, <clears throat> disappears into the wall, and you don't know where it is. Uh, you can leave if you'd like, or you can wait to see if it comes back. It's your choice. Kieran's going to survey the damage of the room, a.k.a. all the dead corpses and the assassin. Uh, I, would I, can he check on the assassin's status? Is he is he full-on dead? You can go ahead and uh, check. You can do an investigation yeah. check. I'd say for the purposes of all this, we're out of combat now. Right. Um, Ember still, still has his claws out, like, pissed off and where this wisp is. Just looking around. Yeah, like, it left, but it could easily come back. Uh, dirty 20 on the investigation check. Uh, he's, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's All dead, right, Jim. That's, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Kieran's gonna get up. Looking between, uh, Scarlet and Timber. So, uh, are we gonna address this? Timber. In his... I don't, I don't think now's the best time. Fair. As I cough and try not to vomit. <laughs> Timber's not paying attention to them. He's still just looking at the walls. Um, can I go and just, like, sit down against a wall facing the wall that the wisp went through? Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, and you're sort of coughing, and uh, you're all just sort of... In, in the moment, you're just standing amongst a room only lit by the dim torchlight. Um, spore fog everywhere. It is starting to dissipate up to the top floors. Um, uh, mutilated body parts across the entire room. Uh, ripped apart se you know, seven different bodies. And then the, uh, the assassin's body on the ground. Um, what would you like to do? Um, well, it appears that uh, Vlight has fled... Should we check on the others? I believe I heard Wizwick yelling about the Archdruid. Yes, we should probably see where they got to. Right then. Uh, Kieran's going to walk up the steps and go look for his friendos. Kieran, what did you get on your um, investigation roll again? Dirty 20. Okay. Dirty 20. That's pretty high. It so is. Say in your investigation of the body, you also found a small, smooth stone with a, uh, a sigil carved on it. Do I recognize the sigil? Give me uh, an arcana check. 18. 18. Okay. Jeez. Um, so you um, actually. Uh, are able to somewhat identify this. It's a, um, it appears to be what you've heard of before known as a sending stone. Um, you don't know quite what it does. You know that it, it's used for communication. Um, and that the, uh, the sigil on it is a evocation, uh, rune. Okay.
think Timber at this point will calm down and then look around. Um, how are we going to explain this? To who? Uh, explain what? I think it's pretty obvious there was an escape attempt. Mm. What are you worried about? Nothing. Let us go find the others. He comes down and the steps. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, check back in with Cal and Wiswick. I imagine you all want to either head back inside or, or do something else. Uh, I want to command my. Uh, I want to command Jet mm-hmm. to follow the guards and uh, the Archdruid. Not too far, basically like a hundred or feet, or if they go into a building, whichever comes first. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure, like just keeping an eye on them as I head back into the. Well, I start walking the perimeter of the uh, what's it called building trying to find an entrance yeah easy enough you you guys uh i imagine cal will follow follow suit um unless cal wants to do something else yeah i was gonna just uh, uh kind of slide down the wall and sit there staring at the blood on my rapier in a cliched fashion <laughs> absolutely um Rizwick, as you're walking away you do notice cal has has sort of come off of the adrenaline of the moment and is just sort of and i take my rapier off. Takes his hat off. Uh, etiquette for mourning and grieving. Um, he is uh, looking at to his hands. He's looking to his rapier. He sees the blood in his rapier. His, his sleeves are all torn from the um, cold damage that he took. And um, he seems like he's not in the same state you saw him when he was trying to keep that assassin alive. But he's certainly affected. I think Wizwick will stop and turn around and put his hand on his head and look down at Cal and just like say, oh, jeez. Man, you're really down in the dumps today. That that whole thing with the noble woman really hit you hard, huh? Um, no, I, no I, it's, it's, not, it's not that. Sorry, go ahead. I, I cast prestidigitation to try and clean up the blood on his sword. Uh, he, I continue to stare at it like I did. Um, uh, it's it's not that, uh, Wizwick. I've uh, I've never killed anyone before. Um, and uh, I kind of like scrub my face, you know, and and, and, and Cal says that. My, uh, my master once told me only draw my sword with a clean with a clean conscience and clean hands, and I don't know if I have either. Uh, Just go Wizwick. find the others. I'll be. I'll be okay. Wiswick doesn't want to leave Cal's side. He kind of just leans down and looks at him and says, "From a young child, I was told that everything outside of my village was trying to kill me, and that I must do whatever it takes, no matter how." dark or evil it seems to keep myself and the village alive. I I never understood this until I had a chance to 
explore the caverns myself. And I realized what a dangerous and terrifying world is out there. Nobody expects to become a murderer, but it's a fact of life. The world we live in, you can't help but sometimes make a judgment call. And sometimes you're not right, but you've got to stick by your guns. And if you thought it was the right decision in the time, it probably was. You've just got to use your brain. Kala looks up You big at... dumb idiot! Ow. Hey, ouch. <laughs> I was totally on board until that. Cal <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks up at Wiswick piteously. Uh, then, but then kind of goes... And like, you know, kind of like... Shakes himself out of it at least a little bit. And, and, and grabs and reaches up for Wiswick's hero clasp. Oh, yeah. Predator handshake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he doesn't, Absolutely. I guess, pull me up because he's like two feet tall, but I don't know. Yeah. It looks and like you, that, maybe. And your hand is taking up most of his arm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you you catch your, you dust yourself off, you're able to get up and, and slowly recover and follow Wizwick as you begin to circle the courtyard to find the front entrance. Um, when you get to the front entrance, you do see that the guards have the, um, and you would have known this uh, through Jet, the guards have the arch uh, druid in the front courtyard area on his knees, and they're just watching him. They all have their swords on him, and they're essentially just waiting for the captain or the lord to come. Um, you, know, you see a few of them, they're just sort of, one is pacing in front of him, just staring at him with like laser-focused eyes. He spits on the ground in front of him, and uh, and he just continues to pace in front of him and actually goes in as you're entering the courtyard, goes in for a, a right hook right across the, uh, the Archdruid's face. <clears throat> you see he can't spit because of the rag in his mouth, but you see blood kind of coming down his, his, uh, from his split lip and bleeding into the, uh, the rag in his mouth as he just turns his head back up and stares directly at this, this guard. Uh, uh, um, those, uh, guards are really laying into our friend. Maybe, uh, we, we don't want him to go too far, but I guess it's warranted. Let it be for now. Let's find our friend. Yep, I agree. Okay, so you enter inside. Um, you push the doors open and you enter in. The first thing you see is all of the guests who did not get out are, are just sort of sitting there recovering. The um, There's servants who have tried to quietly and, and not and respectfully clean up the uh, exploded fungus zombie corpse and then the destroyed skull of the, uh, the wealthy woman's fungal zombie corpse as they're just trying to clean up um, Wyla the Druidess is still tending to McLear, who um, at this point is drinking again um, and biting into uh, a big turkey leg um, that uh, is very cold at this point. But uh, it's it's a very somber room. Even McLear's post-battle uh, feasting is... is uh, he's got that angry look at his face. At that point, across the hall... Um, the rest of you are ascending and reach the top of the stairs and are approaching the 
the Great Hall as well, and you see the same thing. You see the somber situation. You see your compatriots directly across the hall walking in from outside. Scott's torches have been lit so that it's not just the Druidus's blue flames starting to provide this sort of um, blue and orange light in the entire space. It's actually quite nice. Uh, be like before I enter into the Great Hall with the rest of them, I actually want to shift back into Easy enough. Well, as you're walking, Timber kind of drops down to fours and in that process shifts into a wolf as he's dropping down. Um, can I just find a an, an empty chair or an empty bench or something and just sit by myself? Yep. Easy enough. You 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 find um, so some of the uh, chairs are all knocked over, but you find a table that's still set up, filled with ale mugs and, and food still, and you just sit and you're just taking it all in. What are the rest of you like to do? Uh, Timber is gonna go like try to follow Scarlet and see that she wants to be alone, and then turn away and try to find Wizwig and Cal. Huron would be going straight across uh, to meet up with Cal and Wizwick. Two of you, the four of you, meet up in the uh, the middle of the room. Uh, I would nod hello, and then look warily at the wolf named Tim. Uh, uh, Timber's gonna sit down and look at Cal, but not do anything. Just look at him. Uh, I'm just gonna lock eyes with. See if I can detect what what this whole stuff's going on without saying anything. Kiran, um, not really noticing and or caring about this, goes, "Wizwick, you shouted something about the Archdruid. Are you and Cal okay? Did you capture him?" Come on, come on, Cal. Come on, look look who you're talking to. Of course I caught him. Of course we got him. Of We're course, the, the master of the weaves of magic. Nothing can stop you, right, friend? Oh, you should have seen me, Kiran. I was, I was slinging spells. I was jumping out of windows. I, I threw stuff at him using all my gnomish wild. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, I have to imagine. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that druid up there would have been more of a help, but I guess all she's good for uh, giving us some good ambient... Uh, lighting. Well, easy now. She was just a prisoner in their basement for who knows how long. She's only just recovering. It's at that point you 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 hear uh, Wyla turn her head over and and just uh, <laughs> and just says, uh, "Well, your friend here is alive because of me." So, a little respect. Mm -hmm. She's still tending to McClear. Well, I guess that's true. McClear is a good friend of mine. Uh, thank you, Isla. But, um, what about that other druid? You know, the one that's supposed to take over this place? Where's uh, he, he at? He left. <laughs> he left. Peace. He absolutely 100% bounced. He was one of the first people who got out. He was one of the few people who actually got through the doors before they closed. Odoran Torag? Odoran Tanag. Torag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um she laughs at that actually. 
um, knowing that you're referencing that kind of insightful, you can see that she sort of shares a condescending view of that druid. <laughs> I, uh, I raise an eye, cock an eyebrow a little bit, mm-hmm. and, and you see the, the little bit of the, 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 old, the old cow smile go. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little so, bit of your where is the archdruid right now? Do they have him under lock and key? Actually, this time? Uh, not really lock and key. The guards are out front beating the shit out of Oh my. Yes, um, frankly, we both had to jump out a window to stop him, and I wasn't very inclined to, to halt the guards, frankly. I can't imagine. Why not? Yeah, McClear, you might want to get out there and show him some, uh... Oh, Captain. Oh, yeah, the Captain. I don't know where he's at. He's probably with the Duke, right? Uh, the... Lord. Yeah, Lord. you don't see the Lord or the, um, the Captain in the room. McClear is finishing the drink in his hands and sort of rubbing, wiping the, um, the ale from his red beard, his big red beard, um... He gets up as if to go do something, but all he does is rush forward and attempt to pick up Timber and sort of like like pet him and sort of like lift him up a little bit, sort of like a, the way you have your dog jump up on your chest. And he's like, this little, this little fucker, I saw you. I saw what you turned into. You, you crushed those assassins. Ah, look at him. He's a wild fucking beast. As he's just uh, rubbing the sides of your your uh, your your head and your your coat of fur, but uh, the the lord and the the uh, captain are nowhere to be seen at this point. Um, likely, they are in some way being alerted by the guards. The archdruid is still outside, and while is tending to the guests, Kieran would like to exit the Great Hall and go uh, talk to the Archdruid. Okay. Um, so you step out and you see the, the courtyard is lit with very dimly with just sort of a few gas lanterns. And you see down below in front of the fountain is um, four guards holding the Archdruid, um, two holding his arms. Uh, um, well, there's four guards there. There's two holding his arms. There's one that's behind him holding his uh, um, kind of like just behind him, making sure if he makes any sort of movements to grab him. And another guard is holding rope that's tied around his wrists. They've actually refashioned some of the rope to be around his neck as well. It's sort of occasionally pulling it and then comes up and you see before you step down the steps to approach them, you see him knock him again. Sort of blood splatters sort of through the rag and onto the the pavement to the side. I go with Kieran and the guard is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiran descends the steps and not really speaking to the guards or acknowledging them at all, uh, moves right up to the Archdruid, uh, bends down and goes to move the gag from his mouth. Okay. As soon as you pull the gag down, it's covered in blood. Sort of a, a gush of, of, of blood comes running down his, his chin through his uh, stubble, his gray stubble, and down onto his dirty ragged clothes. <sighs> Can you still speak, druid? Barely. 
What is it you want, priest? Can't you see I'm with my friends? And yes. you see the, the guard sort of like actually spits on him at that point. You're not your friends. You're lucky we don't slit your throat right now, murderer. Uh, Kieran would give a dirty lurk to the guard that just spit on this, you know, clearly, you know, fucked up guy. <laughs> like, I mean, he, he understands it, but like, come on, let's. I'm, I'm a good what person. What is this, like, the third time that this guy tried to assassinate us? Right. Well, I don't. <laughs> he didn't try to assassinate us, he tried to escape, really. Um... Potato, potato. <laughs> The mask. The ashen mask. What is it? What does it do? Why? Why do you care? I am the one positioned to ask questions here. You're staring at a dead man. There's not much I have to lose. I flick my sword to his throat, relying on that old check. Uh, so either Cal, give me an intimidation check, or or each of you give me individual intimidation checks, or um, one of you can um, have it with advantage. Cal can have it with advantage. Okay, well that was a 19, and then a 16. So 19 plus, I think just one. Okay. Yeah, 20. Uh, so, so you, you, the blade kind of comes up and it, it, it compresses against what little uh, flesh he has there since he's so gaunt. You actually see a little bit of blood because his skin is so fragile from coming out um, from the blade. And he's sort of a mess of a face, blood coming out of his nose and his mouth. He just... Oh, the mask. The mask is... How I hear the voices. The mask. The mask is how he speaks to me. How the Ashkeeper wills. I am bound to it. Kieran gets up and is frustrated because he's not sure what to ask or do with this information. Um, actually, he so he gets up, is frustrated, looks back at the Archdruid and goes, Are you sure it's your Ash Keeper speaking to you? What? Give me uh, another... Um... Persuasion check, not intimidation, with advantage. Ten. Okay. Nineteen, if I can do it. <laughs> um, he sort of... His eyes, he's staring directly at you. He's quiet for a, a long moment. He's like... Sort of a similar reaction that you had when Wyla asked you the same question before he, he looks up to you and says, 
small smile and he just says, I suppose you hear the voices too. And you ask yourself the same question. We all might be wrong, but our gods, when I heard the Ashkeeper's voice, I've seen the petrified tree. I've seen things. I have seen things. Kiron stares him down a little bit, just a little bit, and uh, walks away. Okay. You, Cal, you see Kiron walk away. Is there anything you want to do before falling? Okay. Nope, I'll fall. Oh, I reaffix his gag. Okay. Um, <clears throat> easy enough. Um, as you're stepping away, you see the captain and the, the lord approaching, coming down the steps to go to, to the uh, the um, the archdruid. The uh, the captain gives you each a stoic nod, and the lord kind of um, much more stoic than he usually is. His usual like jovial celebration. Self very much sobered up after this um, event. He just looks to each of you. And says, yes, right, right. Well, well, excellent work, excellent work. In apprehending him once more and saving those that you could in the hall. He's proven much more dangerous than we anticipated. We can't keep him alive. He'll be executed tomorrow. He looks to Kiran and he just says to you, I expect you may have questions, more questions for him. You'll have a moment to talk to him once more before he is killed, before he is executed. Kiran gets a, gives a curtain nod and, and his mask. I would very much like to see it. This is not an evening for lies. Well, I'm afraid, Kiron. We don't know where his mask is. It was stolen from the, the armory yesterday. Or earlier this day, actually. We assumed it was part of this raid. That one of the his servants stole the mask back. Fortunately, we don't know the whereabouts of the mask. I'd ask that you speak with me once before you speak with him again. Of course. So, so we can glean as much information as we can so I can protect my people better. We've sent a rider out to Meadowin to request more aid from the Oxland garrison. Tressics can't handle this, this type of power. He kind of looks to Cal at this. Afraid we don't have the armies in Duris does, nor Oxlin. But we'll get our men here. My Most lord, I feel like I would be remiss if I did not uh, inform you that one of the last things he said as we captured him was that he would be dead by noon tomorrow. Now, I don't know if it's a prophecy or some other rumor. Information for you. you allow it to... Yes. 
I'm Thank not you. sure. Thank you. We will take that into consideration. It may just be know that death is coming for him. Just in case it's something worse, obviously. You know, more... Perhaps uh, keep it alive till 1230. <laughs> yeah, um, he was subjected to his own uh, poison. I think that he might have been referring to that. It's a possibility. You might want to have him detoxed if it's even gonna last that long. I don't even know if the effect, what the effects are, but uh, just be wary. If if you do kill him, make sure he stays dead. Of course. I think we've all seen enough on death today. He will die, and he will stay dead. That is what I must do. Nods to the captain who steps down um, to join his men down below. He, the captain stops the guard right before he goes for another punch uh, to the, uh, the archdruid and shoves the guard aside and takes the rope. And um, they begin bringing him to the, to the barracks. The arch, the, uh, the lord looks to the, each of you as... I know it seems like an unsafe place now, but you're welcome to still stand, spend the night in the manor. We've pulled all of our people into the circle of the hearth. Circle of the market is empty. Emptied. There's a curfew. Guards are on 24-hour patrol. We may not be able to stop anything coming, but we'll damn well know this time when it's coming. Thank you, my lord. I apologize for the dourness of the evening and our lack of preparedness. I must retire. I'm wearied by this cursed day and this conflict. Please find some rest. We will speak in the morning. There'll be no need to go to Meadowin. Good night. Good night, Lord. Good night, Lord. As he uh, returns inside, um, Timber and uh, Scarlet, you see him pass through the uh, the hall and retire upstairs. But Claire let you go, Timber. All right, um, yeah. yeah. Tim- <laughs> Timber was paralyzed the whole time. He's like, why are you? How drunk are you? <laughs> But Timber does give him one lick. (laughs) (laughs) Scarlet, Timber, is there anything you want to do? Or is everyone kind of getting ready to to rest after this conflict? Um, Yeah, just getting ready to rest. It's bedtime for Cal. Yeah. Is there anything you would all like to do before going? Yes. All right, Timber. (laughs) Let's hear what you want to do. Um... Uh, to save some time, uh, spend some time trying to find a secluded corner or a dark area. I'd say it's the nature of the estate right now. There's plenty of empty hallways that you could find a dark corner in below some stairs or something. Okay, yeah. No one's watching you. I would love to go below some stairs, um, and form my ritual. Write a letter out. Yep. So you take your eagle-feathered quill out. Mm -hmm. 
dab it into my yeah. arm. Mm-hmm. A little bit of blood. I write the letter once more. Spread out the incense. Make a symbol. Mm-hmm. Light the incense. Light the light the parchment with the letter on it, and begin meditating. Okay. So you inhale deeply as the incense and the burnt parchment enters your lungs. As he meditates. Silence. More silence. And you notice across the hall from you, you're in a secluded space, but you're, you're not like in the basement or anything. There's a window. And you notice something flaps up to the window. It is a, uh, an owl. It's completely black. Even its eyes are black. It just stares at you. Get up and walk towards the window. And I try As to open approach. it. Mm-hmm. It's easy enough. It, it, uh, it's not an open window. Uh, oh, it's, 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 it's okay. Yeah, yeah but easy enough. Okay. Um, kind of hops forward. It's just staring directly at you. I investigate it a little bit more. As you go up to touch the owl, um, it bites you immediately on your hand, on your, your knuckles. And then it pulls back. It's is a deep gaze at you, flies away. I investigate the, the bite. Mm-hmm. You are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty bad bite. Um, you didn't really feel it though. Um, it's strange moment. You almost get dizzy as you see your blood undulates and floats. It slowly creates the same symbol that you you spread out with your incense before you come out of it and you're sitting by the uh, the burning incense. I look at my hand again. Waking up. There is a cut there. Bleeding, plain red blood. The blood that you saw in the vision was black. But... You're back. The incense is singed out. There's dissipated. Okay. Uh, I would like to clean up and uh, mm-hmm. cover my tracks. Get rid of all the... Easy enough. Um, you are, I would say, after performing the ritual twice based on just like finding incense, um, you're out of incense now. Okay. Um, do you go back to your room? I do. Oh, do you go back to Scarlet's room? I do go back to Scarlet's room. Okay. And I'm assuming you go back into wolf form. Yes. Okay. Is there anything anyone else would like to do 
before the end. I would like to go to Kiron's room. Okay. And I am um, bringing my gold and all of my things. My books, my gold, my doohickeys. Before leaving the Great Hall, Kiron would like to check in with Wayla. Um, okay. And uh, Wayla, a second, please. You see, she's sort of like wiping her, her the blood off her hands with a rag that she was working on. Uh, McClear's wounds, and she just turns. She's, well, yes, of course. Uh, they will. Evening. Yes, indeed. Um, the Archdruid has made another escape, but we were able to stop him, and the Lord plans to kill him tomorrow. Before then, I'm sorry? Did you say, is that so? Oh. Um, before then, he said that he would allow me to question the Archdruid one last time. Um, I think right now it would be best to get some rest after tonight, but before in the morning, uh, if I could speak with you once more, I would very much like to get everything straight so I know exactly what to ask him to better illuminate everything that's been happening here. She, uh, she gives you a, 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 she sighs heavily, kind of exhausted and looking around as the hall is mostly emptied. Uh, folks are returning to their rooms or leaving. She sighs and she just says, it's probably for the best that he die. Absolutely. You speak in the morning. This night is given me a lot to think about. Lot As me. Sorting to do. My memories. I will pray to the giver, the Font Mother, and hope I can help you. We'll speak in the morning. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Font Mother, watch over you. Ilivana's blessing. She retires, uh, retreats upstairs. Kiron also heads to his room. Okay. When you get to your room, to your door, you see standing in front of your door, holding all of his things, is Wiswick about to knock. Ah, Wiswick, my friend. How can I help? Hey, um, I thought we'd get together. I know you have that pearl from uh, the event. Maybe we can talk more about our studies. I mean, I have a few more things that, uh, I have a few more spells I'd like to cast. Isn't um, it like two in the morning? <laughs> At this point, it's absolutely, it's absolutely approaching two in the morning. <laughs> you know what? Uh, she's like, it, it, it could wait until if you want, but um, I just wanted to let you know that uh, I'm still like trying to figure this stuff out. The, the uh, Archdruid isn't a very forthcoming fellow, but uh, if you want me to identify that way I've been weighing on your mind. Kiron looks at his hand, almost like being like, oh shit. Um, yes, um, I'm sorry, my friend, but tonight has left me rather exhausted and with much to mull over. In the morning, for sure. Um, I just wish I could get my hands on that mask of his. Ugh. 
I he think... says in frustration. Well, when he's frustrated, Wisbeck kind of just looks down and says, Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it in the morning. Good night. Good night, Wiswick. Is there anything anyone else would like to do before you all rest for the night? Uh, I want to find Cal as we're walking upstairs. Okay. Easy enough. <laughs> you all right? Hmm. Uh, no, frankly, no, I'm uh, not. You want to talk about it? <clears throat> no, not, uh, not now. Uh, are you? Are you okay? No. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> she pauses for a second. And she's just like, she's holding her side from where that guy stabbed her. And she's going to think about answering. Did that one heal her? <laughs> um, she's got two fucking potions. She's fine. We're all out of spells. I'm not quite ready to yet. I place my hand on her shoulder and I make sure that I look her right in the eye. And I go, when we're both ready That's, okay. that's that. That's I'm going it. to bed. <laughs> you separate. Everyone struggles at first. Sort of your muscles ache. You're exhausted from the, the combat. The uh, combination of having had a few drinks and then entered into extreme combat is just absolutely sapped all of you of most of your energy. As you find your resting places, the night begins to take you and you are going to approach the unknown tomorrow and Slowly you all fade into dreams, nightmares, and what may. Before we end, one thing I'll say is, Scarlet, in the middle of the night, as you're sleeping, you shake awake. The room is completely dark. Complete shadow. You look around. Sound is muffled. You only hear your heart beating in your head. Timber is nowhere to be seen. What would you like to do? Um, am I sitting in bed? Is it like, is it like the room where we're staying, and it's just really dark? Yes, you're sitting up in bed. Okay. I've woken. I don't see anything. You look across the room and seated directly across. The fire, fire's not burning, it's smoldering, but it has a blue light to it almost. You see a figure in the corner, hooded, um, crimson robe, the vast hood. You can just see the bottom of the jaw, very pale flesh, just staring at you. I stand up. As you stand up, you immediately feel intense pain in your side as the wound you suffered in the night starts to gush blood, uh, staining your clothes and just gushing forth and you sort of stop and stagger. And the figure looks up at this point. You can see 
familiar face. The seer. The king's seer. She, she stares at you with her blind eyes and grins her wicked grin, yellowed, rotted teeth. She just says, who thought that we would never find you? Oh, we have. We see you. We see you. And that's where we're going to end. <laughs> Oh, shit. Wow. Boy, I wish they were <laughs> I was wondering where all these assassins were coming from. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Good Wait, job, guys. Oh, yeah, I forgot that we're streaming for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, guys. A tense combat session. Um, very exciting. Um, a lot happened tonight, so... Share with your friends, watch with your friends. Thanks for sticking with us tonight. It's great to have you all in the chat, so active. We're very excited to, to, to see you all again next week. Everyone have a lovely Thanksgiving break, uh, or Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, thanks for joining us in paradise. We'll see you next week. Yeah, and maybe we'll have some D&D therapy, you know. Yeah. Therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, good night, everyone. Good night, good night. Won't be just any night. Good night tonight, for you shall sleep well. I think is what Alex was doing. He was referencing the uh, West Side Story song tonight. Um, that's a fun show, uh, and we hope that you had fun listening to us play D&D today. Uh, episode 8 was a ton of fun. Um, the rat thing. Who saw that coming? Wiswick, apparently. Um... We hope you enjoyed, and we hope that you to see you next time. Bye. Tonight there will be no morning star. Today the minutes seem like hours. The hours go so slowly, and soon the night will come. Oh, moon, grow bright, and make this endless day, endless night. And then the...